What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl. And tonight, we have a rowdy bunch. We have our good friend and returning guest. We have the punk rock what? monster man superstar. We got Will Schultz in the house. What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I thought that was going to flow a little better, but then I just ran out of words. So my vocabulary is only this big, and punk rock is 90% of it. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me on. I, 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 uh, I weaseled my way back onto the show. Uh, found a back door and I, uh, I yeah. exploited it. <laughs> Exploring the back door is the only way to get on the show. As a matter of fact, whenever I was talking with T Diddy, I mentioned the fact that we may or may not incorporate a topic that would allow perverts to be involved. Uh-huh. And he said, "You rose your hand immediately. Said, sign me up, balls. I'm here. Wait, Put me in, a- coach." I have a question. So, Will came into your back door. No, no, no. He exploited <laughs> a back door. I exploited all y'all's back doors, right? So. <laughs> Some would say he burrowed his way into the show. <laughs> well, that voice you heard is the returning gaming gal coming back off of her, dun, 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 her, her self-induced vacation. Very productive. Okay. How are you doing, Kali? I'm doing good. You beat I'm some games while you were gone. I did. I did beat some games, and I 100 percented a game. Very nice. How's it feel? It feels good because it was on Steam. No, that's not even real 100 percenting. You could put in <laughs> Command Alt Control Delete, and you beat the game. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't wait to talk about my games, though. I can't wait to skip it. All right, now next week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> We have our very own trophy whore in the house. We got the Maticon. Sir Starscream. You know, I thought two weeks away without me would do you some good. Obviously, you haven't learned. So, you know, I, I actually want to give you props. You run a pretty successful whatnot page. And when you order things, Daryl might actually send you stuff in the mail more than what you ordered. So here I have this nice disc of Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice Ultimate Edition that I did not order. But right next to it, I have my Zippo lighter. You don't want to do that. Oh, Oh, man. man. Oh, oh. I don't know if this will play anymore, Daryl. I might have to send it back. That's what I'm calling for. The meanest thing anyone's ever done in front of me. That's worse than hurting a puppy. Good thing the data's on the back of the disc, and nerd. <laughs> oh no, I don't think that's playing. No, that's I can't believe you away. Such a masterful piece of creation. Keep it coming. I forgive you. 
<laughs> you always have to forgive the ones that hurt you the most. Uh, well, you know what? I am what they call a masochist. I like the punishment. Well, Stockholm syndrome. I'm just going to keep running back for more. Don't you worry. There's two copies where that came from. <laughs> so I got wise after the first four or five people that I started sending that stuff to. I was like, wait a minute. All right. So you know how like uh, you picture the, the little angel and the devil on people's shoulders? Yeah. Okay. I've got two little tea ditties on my shoulders. Okay. And they're always whispering uh, creative and great ideas. Right. And uh, usually one's like really bad that I obviously can't do in, in nature, not in design. And the other one's like, hey, instead of just willingly giving away all of your most precious possessions like Batman v Superman, the ultimate you know, edition, it was like, why don't you create the Resident Daryl starter kit? And I was like, that's a great idea. So I started making little boxes of all of my favorite things. So pretty soon people will be receiving said boxes. And I'm very excited about it. So. But yes, if you have purchased something from me and you're a active member of this community, you most likely found yourself a copy of Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, maybe a Justice League thrown in there. I think Kalai's got the whole set. <laughs> I know, right? I was going to say, I have the old set. <laughs> so what's funny is Kalai and I made this really awesome trade deal, okay? And she thought she was going to be cute. She goes, I'm going to stick something extra in there to get one over on him. Not thinking about the fact that I was also doing the same thing for her. <laughs> it was really perfect. <laughs> so she sends me this uh, th this big box of games. And inside it is a Princess Peach uh, Nintendo Wii controller and Wiimote. And it had a note on there specifically saying, this one's for Daryl. And I told you beforehand, I was like, I, I stick something special in there for you. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. I can't, you I'm so even... excited. But in, in t internally, I was like, I stuck some extra in yours, too. So what's funny is she stuck that in there to get one over on me. We had a really good laugh. My son thought it was hilarious. <laughs> In her package, I stuck Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League, and a copy of Call of Duty Ghost. <laughs> I was like, these are, these are my, all my favorite stuff right here. You can have it. How many extra pa co copies do you have just lying around? Um, I probably have four copies of Man of Steel left. I've got maybe six copies of Batman vs. Superman. And I am down to my last copy of Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I got like four or five of the 2006 theatrical release that uh, Josh Whedon put out, the crappy one. So every now and again, someone from the podcast, you know, community will buy something from me and I'll put that in there and I'll leave a little note saying, you know, enjoy the film. Sorry, it's not the good one. <laughs> well, do you want this copy back? Cause you know, you'd be more than free to give it to somebody else. No, that one's yours. Oh, okay. Matt, right. though, Matt, let's think about this. You would have to pay to ship it to him. <laughs> I think it's worth the the effort because you know. Watch. I think you should sit down, put it in. Well, I don't. I don't think this one will play anymore. Well, don't you worry. I <laughs> Which, got by the, by the way, Daryl, I'm like 
pondering. I kind of want to go back and play the Call of Duty Ghost because I didn't really play it and get a whole bunch of achievements for the achievement hunting contest. It, it, the, the the campaign's really good. I know when Call of Duty Ghost came out, the the online multiplayer was what it got attacked for, but the campaign really is good. And that was kind of my thing is when the game came out, everybody was crapping on it. But I was like, wait a minute, this is a really good campaign, and it's a brother story. And so, like me and my brother always playing games together. I was like, dude, this kind of reminds me of like something that we would enjoy. You know, it was like a really good brother story. And then it has a really strong cliffhanger at the end, but it was crapped on because apparently the, the, the spawn points were really bad in it, you know, for the, uh, for the multiplayer. So, and it was that, that weird cross generational title. So like it was, you know, 360 PS3, Xbox one PS4. And it was, it really did sell really well. Um, but I just kept saying I liked it when people were like, this was the worst one ever. And I was like, then it just became a whole meme. And then I went to second Charles years ago and we were doing a podcast back when everyone sat together at my, in my, in my house to did the podcast. And I went to second Charles and they had like a whole shelf of them, $2 a piece sealed. So I bought like, a whole section now. And then uh, I was giving them away as gifts for Christmas and gave them to all the podcast members at the time. And we had some guests come over. And what was really funny is we made like these little gift baskets or whatever. And Frosty didn't show up that night. So we gave all his gifts to a guest. <laughs> He was so freaking mad. He was. It was awesome. It was well, now, seriously awesome. now I truly feel like a Loop Bros podcast host because I now have Call of you Duty from Daryl. It's official. You, it's like being branded. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Blood in, blood out. Caught in, caught out. Whenever you're ready to retire from the podcast, Kali, all you have to do is turn in your copy of Call of Duty Ghost. <laughs> I'm not going to retire, man. I'm going to go to the grave with this with the mic in my hand. There you go. There you go. All right. So very patiently, quietly waiting. It is the Angel and the devil on my shoulder. It is T Diddy. What you doing, brother? I am super excited to be here and so glad that Soundwave himself and, of course, aka the uh, Zelda Queen and the uh, awesome Empress of the Driftcast are back with us tonight. And let's not forget to give a big shout out to Will because Will is the smoothest, coolest daddio on the guitar oh, and he knows man. a riff or two. That, that's it just too <laughs> actually can i just check in can i just check in with you thomas you have been very quiet are you I, all right i'm just listening uh, i know this frightens me are you all right man is there anything wrong <laughs> well 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 last night uh i was very talkative um i got to spend some time with a amazing individual who's here tonight i'm glad to see him um it's me <laughs> what is it what is it we're getting the sloppy seconds. You already did this together last night. <laughs> now, now he had to leave early because he had to help his little girl with her. Well, well with his homework. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm really just glad to be here and I'm glad that uh Soundwave himself got to join us tonight. Uh, now note, anytime you are not on the, the trophy horse podcast, I do not listen to that podcast. I'm just letting you know, I go out of my way <laughs> to listen to it because you are there. Otherwise, it would not be on my background and I would not be paying attention to it because because uh, I respect Soundwave. I think Soundwave is amazing. And of course, you and 
it's like it's like putting you you and Will together. It's like super awesome because y'all both have really amazing voices, and you're kind of silky smooth of of your delivery. And so it's just, I, I kind of enjoy having this vibe tonight. I can sit back and listen to some amazing mind and amazing voices. <laughs> Jesus. I'm blushing over here. I don't know. Can you, it's a, does, does my blushing come through? Do you see it? Can you, can you hear it? <laughs> I can hear it. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Thomas's support over when we do the live cast of Trophy Horse is very much appreciated. You're a very an active member of the community, and we love when you throw in your questions and everything else that you bring to the table. Heck yeah, man. It's about time somebody came over there and classed up that joint. That would be Matt. <laughs> well, I'm glad Matt's there, because God knows I was sick and tired of listening to Tricky talk to himself. So. Sick and tired of hearing about IGN every five seconds. Like every word out of his mouth is IGN. IGN you know what? I am so glad that you mentioned IGN because I have right here a GameSpot review. Hey, of the new Blue Beetle film, they gave it a three, a three out of ten. Yeah, ten, three. Yes, IGN rated it a six. Three out of five. GameSpot Safe does six. a five. Right? GameSpot does a five. Yes. Okay. Three did out of you five. go see it yet? No, I'm not watching that trash. <laughs> Look here, all right. Especially they, when he said Batman's a, a fascist. The, when they when their opening trailer was Batman's a fascist, I was like, nope, you lost me. Not only that, but they want to get so far away from the Snyderverse. They want to get as far away from it as they can, right? Get rid of all the cameos. Get rid of all the old guys. And then the director's like, oh crap, we're only projected to make fifteen million dollars for our film. Hey guys, we're gonna pay homage to Man of Steel. We're gonna pay homage to Man of Steel. Look at us, and then the numbers project up to thirty million. I'm like, that's trash. All right. So if the Flash didn't do very well, and Blue Beetle's not doing very well, I I think James Gunn has quite the work cut out for him. And I say that as somebody I just watched Guardians three for the first time last week, and wonderful film. Yeah, I, I just, loved it. I just it. picked it up the other day. And it's like, it. it. despite the decisions he's been making so far, Which if he can do what, for the DCU, what not, he did for the Guardians. They're not supposed to be funny. It's, it, they're, not, they're, not, they're doing it wrong. They do not understand their source material. They're not funny. But there was many a serious moment in Guardians 3. Sure. And plenty of... of uh, uh, tearjerkers, tearjerker moments that I was like, wow, this, this has a lot of heart. This has a lot of emotion behind it. Can he please bring that to the DCU? Not necessarily the jokes, but the, the heartfelt serious moments that these movies so desperately need. Mm-hmm. Look, DC that- stands for dead comics. Okay. Yep, dead They're dead. Okay. Yeah. Dead company. Yeah, dead company. Yeah. It sucks, man. Because like, if you look at the first six, Snyderverse versus the first six MCU films. They were making money. They, they were doing, they were fine. They should just freaking left alone. They don't have to be the same. But as soon as they said, wait a second, Avengers, which is a much more established film with many more films before it made all this money. We need to pivot and let's go be funny. And if freaking the funnier it is, the worse they do it. That's they don't understand their IP. It's trash, but let's toast. Let's toast to James Gunn. Ooh, he's so good. <laughs> is uh, is Guardians three on Disney Plus? Yes. Yep. All right, I'm I'm waiting for my friend 
to renew his his Disney Plus They're cracking down now. They're checking IPs now. They're going to check IPs and see where you are and, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. I told my in-laws, I was like, well, I guess I probably won't be using your Disney Plus anymore. It's not like I used it anyway. Yeah. And that, and it's like, what, 18 bucks now? <laughs> yeah. I, I get mine through my cell phone provider. That's why I get HBO or Max now. that way. Or I would have canceled that junk after they did what they did to the travesty of the Snyderverse. Here we go. All right, we're going to toast. We're toasting to our boys on the Patreon. We want to give a shout out to Sadik. My name is Effin Mayo, Sir Soundwave, Maticon, and MZ Effin Nitro. Thank you guys so much for all you do. And we want to give a shout out to our boys over at Godfo. Uh, did some stuff with uh, with Josh. He's got a birthday coming up. And so just want to give a shout out to them. I miss those dudes. Would you like to sing a happy birthday to him? Like yeah. we can do Mar- Marilyn Monroe, like happy birthday. Do it. There you go. There you go. And, and Thomas, you and I, we got a date in less than a month. SEO yep. Horicon. Are you going to be wearing matching outfits? Yeah. We're just no <laughs> pants though. No pants. <laughs> matching butt plugs in that case. Whoa. That's Wieners out. For Harambe. that's right all right guys before we get into what we've been playing a little bit of housekeeping so as of the time of this recording right now 9 36 on the 17th of august i have somebody's the playstation just made some noise i have kicked out a little short recording attached to uh gareth's rarity event all right this short recording has some announcements to it I will be recording. Now, this podcast will go live after this happens. So you're going to listen to this and go, oh, dang, I got to look forward to next Friday. I'm going to be doing weekly whatnot shows, but I'm going to be doing them in podcast form. All right. I've been doing a little bit of whatnot stuff. I've been watching a lot. And something they're missing is really, really bad, pretentious filler content. And that's where I come in. (laughs) So... (laughs) So uh, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be doing these special whatnot shows once a week, and I'm going to be recording them and selling, giving away stuff, doing all kinds of fun stuff, right? It's going to be super interactive. There's going to be places for people to come in, ask questions. I'm going to have four major um, segments. Sometimes I'll have guests. Sometimes I won't. Most of the time, whoever is available to conversate with me will just be there. All of these podcast recordings were going to be ported to the Patreon. So for patrons, this is going to replace the Super Loot Bros episodes that I kind of did by myself most of the time anyways. So rather than me ramble for an hour each month about nothing, I'm going to be rambling for an hour a week about nothing. Also selling video games. So we'll see how it works. I'm going to try one out tomorrow. And if it's a total and utter disaster, this part of the show will not exist and you'll never know that i ever even pitched this terrible idea so outside of that go check out the latest resident daryl videos on youtube check out our discord i've been trying to post more on our instagram our instagram gets left out out of all the socials more than anything so i've been trying to post on there a couple times a week and yeah other than that and if you're in the patreon I believe there is an upcoming episode of um, we do a deep dive of Scarlet Nexus. That's already out. Okay. And so is the first five episodes of Twisted Metal and Peacock. All those are live on um, 
on Patreon right now for our $5 tier. Will, yeah. what's going on in the order of business your way these days? You got any announcements to make, or you just kind of lay low? Uh, ever since uh, my departure from the PlayStation Collectors podcast, uh, I've been laying low. I, I, I've been telling the guys, I got the guys lined up. Everybody's ready to go. I got my team ready. I was like, yeah, yeah I'm enjoying my holiday or my vacation from this thing too much. And I, I guess it's becoming permanent at this point because I don't even know if I'm going to run a podcast yet. So uh, I don't know if that offer you made me still stands, Daryl, but, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to exploit open. I'm going to exploit this back door as often as I can. Exploit the back door as much as you want. It is wide open. I'll extend the same offer to you that I extended to Matt, to Kalai, and to Thomas. I'm going to be here doing Loot Bros. You know what I'm saying? Loot Bros podcast itself is a show where I sit down with my friends and we talk video games. Okay? That's been the story since we started. That's going to be the story until it ends. And you are welcome to come have a seat at the table with us and and shoot the breeze anytime. If you can't make it, that's fine. And if you can make it, hey, grab onto your butt. Hello, yeah, go. I like just so you guys know, I have a lot of crap going on. I really, it's it. I would rather be here. <laughs> I she said would, she hates us. Actually, she texted me earlier and said, "I hate the show. I hate your face, and I don't want to do this anymore." But I'm going to do it because Matt's my friend. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to do it. <laughs> Some would say the only reason. <laughs> I'm doing it for the Call of Duty game. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> she says she's trying to pay off her duty debt. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of the episode right there. Paying off my duty debt. Uh, but yes, Will, anytime you want to come hang out with us, you know, we love you. Oh, thank kind you. I, I, that's actually a lie. I don't I didn't mean any of that actually. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be the first family I've weaseled my way into. So there you I, go. I, hey. Punch myself like a like a tick on the back of a ham. I don't know. I tried to say something Southern, like, so you guys would understand, but I guess. You know what? <laughs> I get that. I felt that. <laughs> Thomas, Speaking what of- about the South? <laughs> uh, the South is hey. full of beautiful Southern bells <laughs> right. that are super gorgeous. And they will, they will be with you because they just want to be loved. Or has I love you. you here, Thomas. <laughs> hey, you know what? On his way back from his seventh tour to Germany, he came down to the South and said, there are no buck tooth traders here. <laughs> Nothing but lovely women. <laughs> By far one of the funniest episodes we've ever done. So since you brought it up, the last order of business is we do have a punishment episode coming up next week. We got to get it out of the way before episode 300. Oh, wait, I just let the cat out of the bag. That's right. At the end of the month, <laughs> at the end of the month, we are celebrating episode three hundred. See, I, I see. Look at there, Thomas. I made it one whole week without screwing that up. We're like, oh, we'll keep it a secret. Ooh, yeah. But yeah. And through the power of editing, the yeah. people are just going to hear beep. <laughs> I'll put in some sort of clip from Zack Snyder's uh, Batman vs Superman, the ultimate cut. That's, that's All right, Will, why don't you yeah. start us off with what you've been playing, brother? Uh, yeah, I took a screenshot of my uh, PS5, just so I, kn- I could remember, because I'm a Terminator. <laughs> uh, why is that funny? <laughs> old. Uh, uh, I just got through playing PUBG, so I'm still playing that. Uh, before that, I was playing Rabby Ribby, which is a limited run game. It's about a, it's about a young anime bunny who gets turned into a human, and she becomes like a human bunny girl. And then... <sighs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it uh it, it is. And uh yeah, it's a good time. So uh also I've been pl- been playing I've been playing Twisted Metal 2. I'm going I'm gonna platinum that one. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Twisted Metal 2 uh, picked it up uh it was on um PSN I think it's like it's like four bucks, four or seven bucks, I can't remember. But uh been playing that. Uh House of the Dead. I need to get a PS five camera or the PS four to PS five camera adapter so I can use my uh move and hook it up to my move gun and you know yeah pew 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 i i started fractured hole south park fractured hole i put about an hour into it i haven't revisited it yet and lastly what is this uh streets of rage four this good old-fashioned beat 'em up fun and those are the that's the uh the birth of my uh of my the games i've been playing on uh ps5 and okay. oh and uh I uh, I did a little uh, game preservation earlier today, and I started uh, Pokemon Emerald on my phone. So love so, that. Yeah, so there you go. But uh, I like yeah. the way you phrase that game preservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are all these people out there. They don't they want to save the whales. They want to save the games. Yeah. What what am I looking at here? I mean, I know it's your Vita. This is a device full of preserved games. There you go. Well, you gotta you gotta save them for posterity, so That's future right. generations can enjoy them. That's right. Strawberry okay. preserves or grape? Do you know the difference between jelly and jam? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. No, Will. I've never heard that joke before. Please explain it. Uh, I, I, I think it's the seeds. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Inside joke, folks. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Kalai, you've been gone for a while. Why don't you tell us about the games you've been playing? So I beat Scarlet Nexus on both Yuito and Kasane. I then proceeded. Those are made up words. <laughs> All words are made up. <laughs> I proceeded to 100% it thanks to my Steam Deck. While I um, watched TV at night, I uh, was doing the achievement hunting. So I finally got that. I actually picked up Diablo 4 because I was really excited to play that. And Jim started that with me. Um, really good game. I really like it. And I know a lot of people are going to come at me. Oh, but it has microtransactions and all this stuff. And it's not complete. You know what? At this point, as long as I'm having fun and I get a good experience at it, I'm good with it. And I feel that you get that in, in Diablo. Plus it's a fantastic co-op game, which I always love a good co-op game. And they do make the, cause we're playing, we're not playing the traditional. We're playing the, um, there's two, avenues there's like the season pass which you don't have to buy the season pass so jim and i are playing that one because there's free stuff along the track kind of like in marvel snap (laughs) so i you know they actually have like uh like there's world boss monsters that you can fight against and i was really impressed because as a low level character i found low level monsters that i could you know, go against, which kind of made the game a little bit more exciting and um, a little, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, against the obelisk with Jim. I also, we also beat that game, which like how long the beat has it at about 27 hours. Dang. Yeah. Um, let's see. Playing a lot of Snap, 
with the new season. In fact, somebody I saw in a Discord, they wanted to know what I thought about the new card. I think the new card is all right. Um, I think there's just way too much destruction in the in the game. Like I think it heavily favors destruction, uh, which I can find you know like a, a little annoying sometimes. But uh, to each your own. I mean, I've been playing a dis- uh, destroyer deck that's been kicking butt, and I just hit level sixty. Um, besides that, nothing else. I'm trying to figure out the next thing to start on my Steam Deck. I have to get back to Legend of Zelda, because that's such a great game. But yeah, nothing else. Nice, nice, nice. All right, Matt, what about you? Been continuing my dailies on channel3.gg. Um, also, our boy Redbeard Rick decided to challenge me in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 Remake. Uh, And on Channel 3, you get to challenge another user and uh, you get some XP for winning, some XP for accepting the challenge. So we did a two-minute trick attack run on the OG map warehouse and Rick soundly put me in my place. So good job on beating me, Rick. (laughs) He won by about 66,000 points. So... That would damn good score. Now, uh, now I got a question for you with the challenges because I've been challenged, but I don't, I, I don't know what to do with them. How does the challenge work? Like, how do you, how do you make good on your challenge? Can I just say I'm great and I win? Well, you are great first and foremost, Daryl. So make sure everybody knows that. Number two, if you can, and this is actually a complaint I have. Rick and I tried to do Tony Hawk online. And there was some issue going on with the Activision servers. We could not actually get into the same private session. So what we did was we just went in, completed our match, and we took screenshots of our final score and then posted it onto the site, tagged each other in it so that way we could see. Uh, and then in the challenge function of the site, if you're like going in for a time or a score, you can select that. And what it does is you get to input your score. So I put in my score, then he put in his. Sweet. Challenge done. So uh, that was actually a big complaint I had because, you know, for some reason, we could not sign into the Tony Hawk servers. It's because the Activision as a whole company and Xbox are being fused <laughs> and entwined. And what's happened is Sir Philip Spencer is being removed and Sir Bobby Kotick is being placed at the head of the... Of the so, so remind me, has that has that merger gone through? I, I mean, technically. Technically, which yeah, is the... is, is the Okay, so until that merger goes through, I still get to blame Activision for their own BS. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It will all be one and the same. Before oh, of course it will. It's going to be Activision's Xbox. It's not my so, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I played uh, a lot more Tears of the Kingdom. I got through the final temple that you're presented at the moment without getting into other spoilers. There's more for me to do before I get to take on the big OG bad guy Ganon. But I am trying desperately, desperately to get that finished before uh, Armored Core 6 comes out in less than one week, because that game is going to absorb me for a good long while. Hmm. And finally, I bit the bullet and bought Remnant 2, which is a lot of fun. 
uh, been playing for myself. T Diddy approves with two thumbs up. And it's, for those of you who don't know, it, it's kind of like a looter. Sh- it's not really even a looter shooter. It's, it's a, it's a third person action game where you go into zones to complete missions and go in dungeons and it's all sorts of creepy, weird stuff. But the cool thing is you get to choose one of a couple different classes and I chose the handler, which means I get a guard dog with me and the dog can buff me, could reduce incoming damage, could heal. And most importantly, I point it at an enemy and it goes just destroys whatever in my way. So what's the name dog. of the dog? I didn't get to name the dog. <sighs> I just call him good boy. Mm. And that's what I've been on. Nice. Nice. I hear it's good. Uh, my son wanted to buy it. And I did a little ESRB search, yeah, as one does. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there are um, uh, naked bosses and lots of foul language. And I was like, hmm, I might need to pass on this one. Yeah. So I haven't gotten to uh, anything like that, but I'm not going to deny that it, it's pretty macabre and has a lot of adult themes. So good on you for being the good dad you are. The thing I will say is the boss fights in this game are some of the best boss fight designs I've seen in many games. They're not, they don't just throw bullet sponges at you. They actually have unique mechanics for the bosses that I've been able to play that, you know, it challenges you to memorize patterns. It challenges you to take opportunities to shoot. Yeah, the bosses have a lot of health. It may, the fight may seem unfair at first, but once you start seeing like the matrix code, it all starts coming together and it, it's a lot of fun. So that's really what's driving me is get to the next boss to see what it offers. And it seems like every session I go in, I'm getting rewarded by finding something in some way. Are the, are, are the bosses really naked or is Daryl just teasing me? No, no. So there's a his little buddies were like because I heard him on there. He's like, yeah, uh, my dad says I can't play it because there's X, Y, and Z. And then like the next day, they're like, oh yeah, we know why because there's like like titty bosses in here. <laughs> titty boss, <laughs> titty bosses. Yeah, apparently there's like topless uh, titty bosses. Listen, this wasn't going to be my game of the year until you know Daryl just said what he said. Now I'm, I'm excited. That's that's my new online name, Titty Boss. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. All right, well, Matt, that's a good list of games. All right, T. Diddy, what you got? Continuing, I also am playing uh, Remnants 2. Plus, there's tons of hidden extras in that game. Like, I had a guy... Show me like seven different hidden. Like I got like a like this badass hidden sword. I got this kick ass armor, and we had to go through all these secret like labyrinths and stuff. It was like four different areas we had to go to in order to find these things. And there are just tons and tons and tons of secrets in that game. And like it's almost like a hidden gem. In other words, when you go into someone's game, and I do this a lot. I'm, I'm sorry to the people that I do this to, but like I'll go in and someone's playing. As soon as they come and get you, well, all the shit that they got comes to you if they hadn't already saved it. So you're still getting the shit that they got. So I'm like, man, I got like a free bow. I got all types of goodies, man. I'm like, and they're like, I just leave. <laughs> just, just grab that shit and just get the out, man. Because so, the game is actually hard. So if I could, and this is the exact example that Thomas is talking about, <laughs> reward you for exploring. My buddy and I finished a, a uh, mission. 
And before we exit, we see this area and the map works in a way that as you walk through the map, it uh, uncovers, it, it turns from dark red and black to white. We saw this area that was dark red above us. And we're like, we got to be able to get up there somehow. And we get up there and there's nothing. And we're like, well, why would it do that if there isn't something for us to find? Well, certainly enough, we find a way off of it to another area. What do we get? We get a rocket sledgehammer. Telling you, so many good uh, secrets and hidden stuff. Now, I also would like to talk about PlayStation's new um, sale that just started. So I got Tales of Zathenia or whatever it is for $6. Borderlands with all the DLC seems about for $10. Uh, Dead by Daylight Director's Cut for $1.50. Um, Metro Saga Bundle, which is all all three games, the you know the whole you know surviving for only $9. Then uh, Windbound for $2, Red Wing Aces in the Sky for only $2, and it's normally a uh, $20 to $30 game. And all, I spent all of $30.94. $30. Now, I know it's not the whatnot that, that Resident Sterile does from the Resident Sterile YouTube show, but hey, hey, hey. it was still a damn good deal. And, I, I, and of course, you know, I'm excited about that because a couple of those my, my daughter will actually play. Oh, and I also got Lucky Tales. Uh, even though it was on the Xbox first for the Xbox users and it's on the uh, Xbox Game Pass, uh, I only paid $9 for it for her, but she was super excited because I no longer have Game Pass right now because I won't have it until uh, Starfield um, gets uh, up and going here with the next month. Was Three it, years uh, from now when it's yes. fixed. Three years from now, but um, <laughs> I'm just loving remnants too, and I have spent so much time on it. I have been dead to the world, and like my child's like, um, when I come home from work, and I just all of a sudden I just fall asleep in my chair, and she's just poking me and hitting me, and she's like, "Daddy, get up, we gotta play," and I'm like, "No, no, no play here. You you play a game," and like, then she's playing my she's playing my game. I'm like, "Ah, you can't play that one." Because I don't want you messing up my character, deleting you know, them, or anything like that. Because titty bosses. Oh, I don't care about the titty bosses. Just the fact is, I don't want you screwing up that game, dude. I put so much work into it since it came out in two weeks. I almost got forty hours into it. I mean, I have been exclusively. I've stopped playing Disney Dreamlight Valley for that, and I love oh, that no. damn game. Dang. Yes, I I strongly and highly endorse uh, Remnants Two. Um, because it's three-player co-op, man, and you can jump in and jump off. But apparently, on the PlayStation Five, I don't know if you're playing on PC, but on the PS Five, no one knows how to use a mic. And as soon as you talk, most of the time, people want to kick you. And like this one dude who really wanted to kick me, but he couldn't because he couldn't beat this boss without me. He actually needed me to, you know, take on the boss. And then once he once he beat the boss, and you know, uh, he kicked me, and I was like. Good for you, buddy, because I just got a whole bunch of free shit for, for kicking the shit out of that boss. I don't there care. You go. <laughs> get paid, baby. Yes, sir. Awesome. Anything else, T Diddy? Man, um, I've been playing uh of course uh Tears of the Kingdom. I'm actually doing my uh my daily thing. Every time I'm on the podcast, people don't realize this, but I have my Nintendo Switch in front of me, and then I have all my uh NPC cards or the uh the uh, unlike Kalai, I cannot afford to have everyone that actually exists because she actually showed me her beautiful collection and it is beautiful and awesome. 
I have these little cheap little cards, these in NPSC cards or whatever they're called from Amazon. And um, I just basically scan about 50 of them through so I get all these extra stuff. It's cheating without cheating. Um, and uh, I love doing that. So that way when I actually do sit down to play it, like I'm not going to struggle. I'm not going to worry about having resources. I have all the resources that I need and more. Thank you. That's it. That's what I did with Skylanders. <laughs> you just line them all up. When you die, you just put another one on. All right, so I've been in a funk lately, guys. Um, coming out of the trophy contest that we did for 14 weeks or so, like I kind of didn't really find much that stuck. I did a couple reviews for ProvenGamer.com, and I didn't just, I just didn't love anything that I put in. You know, I keep trying different things, and I just hadn't really found it. So I've been playing a lot of AEW. Turn Fight the lights Forever. off. Say what? Turn the lights off. Is that a joke? Is that a wiener joke? No, you, you, you said you couldn't find anything that you like. Turn, turn the lights off and you can imagine. No, oh, okay. Okay. I, I went way farther with that one than you did. <laughs> but yeah, so I just I hadn't found anything that, that I just loved playing. So, um, you know, when we went on vacation, uh, I've been playing AEW Fight Forever. That's kind of been my main. been really enjoying it. It's definitely flawed. It needs it needs some updates and some work and some things to happen in the sequel for sure. Uh, but when I went on vacation, I played Resident Evil 3, the OG, and played it start to finish. Had an absolute blast. And I was like, this is what I need right here. I need like good comfort food games. Because right now, everything I put in front of me it just isn't, it isn't love. So I've been really digging into my PSP library. Like that's where I've spent the most of my time. Um, so I played, uh, Bookwalker. This is a game that I've been reviewing or I've been working on for the review for provinggamer.com. My review is going to come out soon. The trophies are still broken on it. So I've been really reserved to like finish up. And I was hoping we'd get a patch or an update or something to let the trophies get fixed. You know, not that I'm going to get the platinum on it because I think the collectibles are going to push me away. Uh, but I've been playing it. Kalai, I think this is a game you would like. Really? Um, it's called The Bookwalker, and it is a mixture of three major game types. And I think that it's super interesting. And when I play it, this is the type of game I'm like, you know what? Kalai might like this. It is a first-person game at certain aspects. So it's like a first-person walking simulator. Like when you're in your apartment, um, you're a writer. And in this world, writers are under extreme persecution, right? They can, because basically writers can jump into a book, right? And then interact with everything in the book. They can pull resources out of the book, go back to the real world. It's very interesting. This particular person that you are has like this really bad sentence, like this years and years and years long sentence of like where, hey, you're going to be, you know, punished for what your crimes of being a writer and doing whatever. Okay. I haven't unlocked all the mysteries of the story yet to know kind of what happens and, and the why. Um, but the way the game works is you get a little bit of information and it's very freedom wars. It sounds like it sounds like you can work off your sentence by doing things. But, you know, how in freedom wars, it was like. If you slept too long or if you stood too long, you got time added to your sentence. This one is like if you if you're caught jumping in out of books, you get time added. Um, that being said, someone knocks at your door, drops off this big package, this briefcase. And was like, hey, I need you to get this artifact for me. 
You dive into the book, and now it's no longer a first-person game. Now it's a like top-down, isometric dungeon crawler. And so you run around in the dungeon, and you're looking for clues. You're looking for um, Metroidvania style. Like, you need to go all the way over here to get a key, to go all the way over here to unlock this thing, to get this item, to go all the way over here to solve the mystery, right? So it's a top-down, almost the angle of it is almost Diablo-like, right? And then when you come into areas where you have to battle, it's a turn-based RPG. It's very interesting. It's got a really... Go ahead. It does sound really interesting. Could you put it like in the chat for me? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, it's called it's called the Bookwalker. It's very interesting. It's um, uh, it's a pretty fun enough game. Like again, with the trophies being broken, I've been been kind of ticking away at it. I'm like, well, I mean, if you care enough about your trophies, you know, then I would. Uh, is it on, this is it on Steam? Uh, possibly. I don't know. I don't. What's you know, it called yeah. again? Uh, the Bookwalker. Uh, so. Yeah, you know, the only thing I use my computer for is uh, editing and taxes. So I don't know what they got over there in that Steam library. But uh, I've been playing that. And then really outside of that, like there's only one other console game that I've been messing with. And it really has its hooks into me today. But like for the past like two or three weeks, I've been really like just trying to find that next game. Um, it's called The Chant. Have you guys heard of it? Nope. The Chant. No. So, all right, so um, third person. Yes, I've heard of it. Exactly psychological horror. Yep. If you think about the medium, okay, uh, but much better control. Like the medium was very much like like uh, control, like a Silent Hill game. This is like a really impressive third person psychological horror game, and it's very interesting. Like it's an indie studio, but like I watched this video on it. It's been in my wish list on PlayStation forever since I saw it come out. And I'm like, ah, 40 or 50 or 60 bucks, whatever it was coming out. I'm like, I'll buy it. I buy all the indie horror games, but I usually wait till they get a little cheaper because there's so many of them. And I'm not really playing my PS5 right now or any console games, really. So I'm like, I'll just get them when they go on sale. Well, Thomas had mentioned there's a sale going on the PlayStation right now, the summer sale. And this was on sale for like 13 bucks. I was like, you know what? I'll buy it. I buy it. I put it in. And like, I watched like a video before I, well, it was downloaded. Like, and you know, you know how like it, it'll show you like, uh, like here's a trailer for the game, and here's like a couple screenshots or whatever. Well, this one had a very specific video in there. It was the making of the audio in the for the game, and it was like a like a like an audio producer's diary. I'm like, whoa, yeah, that's right up my alley. So you sit down with the audio director and he talks about how he created the soundtrack and how he made it to where like it, it focused on making certain things um, ramp up the tension and how he created the sound effects and how he created like the sound of the enemies in the game. And it's so crisp <laughs> like your pillow. Um, but like the sound design is so incredibly good. And if you are a bass player, he does a lot of work with the bass and it sounds awesome. So like I listened to the audio, you know, diary or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. You got me. It's, 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 you know, some psychological horror I'm in. Oh wait, there's a lot of emphasis on the audio design. I'm double in. And I started playing with my 3d headphones on. Ooh, ooh, it's good. It's real good. So I'm about, I don't know, two hours in that game. 
but you know that one I, I I'm I'm gonna go back to. I think that's the one. I think that's my next console game to really get into and and focus on. Outside of that, I've been playing a bunch of PSP stuff. Um, played a little bit of PS One classics. I played some Bloody Roar Two. We were sitting in the doctor's office today for about forty five minutes waiting on my son to get his X rays and check out you because know, we just had his knee surgery or whatever. And um, so I played some Bloody Roar Two today. I've been playing uh. Um, that Silent Hill Shattered Memories, um, a decent amount. That's really, really good. And then I've been playing a game that I'm going to talk about later that goes with tonight's topic. Ooh. And it really did kind of like work well. I was like, oh, I'm going to fire this game up. Oh, that applies specifically <laughs> to what we're talking about tonight. So got some fun stuff lined up. Got some fun stuff. But yeah, that, that's been me. It's been kind of boring. Uh, I've been in the... I don't know how often you guys get in those gaming ruts where you just kind of flip through things and nothing's really sticking. But uh Which by the way, Daryl, I actually have one more game I've been playing. I, I wanted to mention, and I'm sorry, I just remembered. No, go ahead. Dungeon Munchies. You are a zombie and you um you are being uh I guess you're the apprentice to the necromancer cooker. And you have to go and kill things, take their parts, and eat them. And it's not a very long game. And it's just one of those quick games that you just kind of... Each section is, like, small, so you can, like, play it in small chunks. The boss fights are kind of fun. Um, but kind of same once you've got the predictability of it. But otherwise, I've been having a lot of fun. I like the humor a lot. I think I find it really funny. Sweet. Sweet. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, uh, Daryl, you said you picked up Shattered, Shattered Memories on PSP. Do you know how, yes. do you know, do, how does it compare to PS2? I mean, obviously, you haven't played the PS2, but if you look, how does it stack up against the PS2 version? I mean, is it less, that much less than? Or just a I think it's pretty than? good. I think it's pretty good. I would imagine it's a little less than, um, but it plays incredibly well especially for a silent hill game now you know because you're a collector that game is stupid expensive the wii version the ps2 version and the psp version are all have always been so expensive that i was like i'm not i'm not buying that i'll find them one day on the cheap but i'm not paying 100 200 whatever that game's going for it seems like every time i look at it it's higher i want to give a shout out to levi friend of the show because he just i mentioned that i was going to play that next um, and he said, I just ordered it off eBay. So he'll be going through it soon. I'm sure he'll be posting in the group um, that he's going to be playing that game. But the PSP version plays uh, exceptionally well and looks really good, too. So I would say if you are preserving games, preserve that one and play through it that way. <laughs> I, no, I I had the set at one point, the PS2 set, the complete set. and. Uh... Yeah, right before COVID hit, I I, I sold I sold everything, I sold all the whole PS2 set. As well as I got a few left, but um, I yeah. never cracked I never cracked it. And uh, hearing you talk about it in the last episode, I was like, uh, am I missing something? Or, I don't know. So if you like Silent Hill games, I think this is a good one from the hour two hours I've got into it. Maybe two ish two ish hours. Um, I th- again, I was kind of surprised how well it controlled. And, you know, PS2 games 
really don't control well. Like they're notoriously bad. Um, and it's kind of an on purpose. Now that one came out towards the latter end of the PS2 life cycle. And as far as a PSP game goes, the thing will that that impresses me and the reason why I keep going back to it is that PSP games play pretty well. Like, like granted there's certain things that are like that era. They're kind of clunky because of the nature and how they had to to control. But if you play a PSP game on a game preservation machine, (laughs) man, it's, it's it's surprising how good uh, they are and how much they hold up. And that one, especially, especially, you know, the ones towards the latter end of that generation. Is it tank controls on that? No. Hmm. Oh, Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's like, Ooh, this feels really good. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's so far I'm really enjoying it, but again, I'm early on into it. And the, you know how silent Hill is you spend, it's a slow burn. You spend, now there's certain ones that like, I think homecoming kind of starts off with like a decent amount of enemy encounters in the beginning, but most of your mainline, uh, silent Hill games, it's a, it's a slow burn. And it's all about setting the atmosphere and really starting to play mind games with you. And then they hit you with crazy. And that's kind of how this one is. So I'm really, I'm really digging it. But if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, it's a reimagining of the first game, like a alternate universe version. I, so, I, I, I don't know enough to comment on that, but uh, you, well, you make, you make it sound intriguing. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I like it so far. I like it, but Hey, I'm biased. Cause these, these are kind of my games, but also you put in a nice, pair of headphones put that on start playing especially as real late at night you got the ac blowing on you all up in the covers hiding from your wife make sure she don't hear you play video games and uh it gets a little creepy i don't know what's scarier the fact that i could wake my wife up playing a game or i'm playing a scary game (laughs) (laughs) so all right guys that's what we've been playing now let's get into a little bit of community questions i saw that you had the post out did we have any good responses to the post uh discord the only thing oh it looks like we got another response after that um so as far as tonight's topic go we started talking about games you didn't want your significant other family member friends playing seeing you play so i posted it out there on discord we had two answers uh i'm styling on your bro said uh he doesn't care really it's just a game and a nice laugh can be had. My bro came home and saw me on his PS3 doing the four controller trophy on Hannah Montana when I was home from college. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a trophy hunt. So I don't think anybody is really ashamed of that. Uh, and then Diego writes in and says, although anime titty games would normally be the number one answer for me, I can't help but cringe at the idea of ever getting caught playing a motion control game. Like, imagine someone walking into the room as you're ferociously moving a motion controller in such a specific way and having to explain that. I don't know what he's talking about. Hmm. I'm thinking about, like, playing the drums. (laughs) Yeah, like, vigorously moving the controller back and forth at your head because, like, you're trying to whack a mole or something. Shake weight. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you mean, Diego? Right, Right back in, Diego, and let us know exactly what you're talking about. If you could actually give us a video demonstration of what you're talking about. That would be great. And he's playing like uh like Fruit Ninja because they're like, oh, you know, doing all the or what about horse racing, you know, just like kind of up and down motion and 
Uh, I'm not gonna, <laughs> things are getting loser and loser over the years. <laughs> so, oh, the, the podcast listeners cannot see the or vigorous hand mo- motions that Daryl is making. <laughs> what else? Lightsabers, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so we also posted on the Facebook group and. You know, Dan Evans, your boy wrote in, said, yeah, you know, we're all amateurs that he watches anime and Daryl's getting a bit of taste of that uh, as to what we're talking about and on what he so, might indicate so there. Fun. Like that was the best response because we're like, what is a game you don't want your significant other to walk in on you play? Family members, friends, whatever. And he's like, ha, I watch anime. You can't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> we've Matt Malden writes in, says any spam or trash like Mayo. I totally feel you, Matt. And then JT, the commish, writes in, says, Melty's Quest and Carrion's Prison. Eroge, Hente, JRPGs like that. See, those are all made-up words. The only thing I recognized was JRPG. Melty's Quest? I'm going to look that one up. (laughs) Yeah, I I need to find out exactly what that is so I never go find it. He's like, as he... What a what a natural movie. You're like, yeah, I gotta figure out what that is as the Steam Deck loads itself into your hand. <laughs> the Steam ready. So so here's here's the thing, right? So for ten, this week's official topic, I wanted to T Diddy and I I don't mind, you know, telling you guys how the sausage is made. T Diddy and I were like, hey, we gotta come up with a good fun topic for the week. And he was like, Yeah, I think Will's gonna come on too. So I think he was orchestrating that in the background, which I definitely appreciate. And uh, I'm like, oh man, well, Will's going to be here. We got to like really lean into it a little bit. What's something that he'll bring some some sauce to? And this is one of those topics that I think about all the time because I'm very conscious about what I play. Now, if you walk into my office, my gaming space, okay. Will, you had mentioned I need to do like a YouTube video for my collection or whatever. So I think at 500, I'm going to do it. Um, And my space is broken into two places, right? There's the actual office slash den. Now, you guys can see the den side of the room. You don't see the office side of the room. The den side is is like we I literally have it staged like a den. So I have two giant oversized recliners for my wife and I and then a little coffee table end table with a lamp on it. And this actually, this picture doesn't look huge, but it's actually huge um, behind me. And it's uh, my grandfather that passed away not too long ago or during COVID. Um, he bought that for my wife and it's this giant black and white picture of the beach, like, like waves hitting these rapids, whatever. We're not super sentimental people, but like he was an awesome dude. And this particular painting behind me, was so important to him to be able to buy that for my wife and get it from the beach to our house. It was like about a four hour drive that he did some kind of Houdini stuff to get it in his car. Like, I don't understand it, but like my wife said she wanted it. We were like, well, we don't have, we didn't bring a a vehicle big enough to go visit my grandma and then come back with that. So like, uh, maybe one, maybe next time it'll be there. We'll bring a bigger vehicle. This friggin' 70 something year old dude bought it when we left and then found a way to shrink it and get it in his vehicle. I don't know how he did it. It was magic. But sure enough, he delivered it to us. So that being said, this is a super important piece in our house, right? So when you look in my, when you look in my little window here, podcasters, I'm trying to give a good um, 
you know, demonstration for the audio listeners. This room is staged to look like a den. But on the side, you can't see where the camera's at. I've got two 55-inch TVs mounted above me, one for me, one for her. And then I've got my command center right here, which I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there's, there's five screens right here. There's two right here for my computer for editing in taxes, because that's what computers are good for. And there's three over here for my business. And this is for work, for the mortgage business. I don't do anything um, fun on that. <laughs> this is for sucky stuff. <laughs> so, and, and over here, so it's like a little command center. Like I, I got monitors wrapped all around me. You would think if you came in the room, you're like, dang, he's a Twitch streamer or something like that. I got crap everywhere. Um, but that being said, my back is to the door. You can see the door. The door has glass window panes in it as well, right? So I'm very conscious of the games that I play because as you guys saw before we hit record, my family keeps coming to the door, making faces at me. They, my kids come busting up through the room, whatever. Directly in front of the door is my gaming TV. Underneath that is like all my consoles and everything. So for me, I, I start playing games, whether I'm playing games that are made for adults or I'm playing games that are made for trophy hunting. And I think, man, sometimes I would not want someone to come walk in on me playing this as a 38-year-old grown man. Now that I've set the stage, I want to go around the panel and just one by one, name a game. Now, if we can do three to five, let's knock it out. I, I saw a stack earlier that Will brought to the table. I know I've got a stack. Um, I know T. Diddy's always got them. I know Kalias says she struggled with this one a little bit because she's one of the anime partakers. So nothing's off limits for her. So we'll start with you, Kali. We'll let you start us off. If you had to pick a game for any reason that you wouldn't necessarily want someone to walk up on you playing, what would it be? All right. I, and I'm going to base this off of my mother because I guess there's games that I don't want my mother to pl- to see me. My husband, I could care less. He could. Right. Uh, Gal Gun. There, ooh. Explain. Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Gal Gun is a fantastic rail shooter. Like, really good rail shooter. <laughs> it really is. It really, That's how it was explained to me. I said I'd never play it, but the people who produce it with the girl was like, no. I said the same thing. It's a really good rail shooter. Um, you are... You're, hit, you're like challenged by Cupid or you're hit by Cupid. And you have to find your love by the end of the day. But Cupid has hit you with the arrow, so every girl wants to sleep with you. So you have to shoot them and give them orgasms to like stop them from coming after you. It's, it's a real, it's a, <laughs> it's a great game, isn't it? Well, Will's holding up Gal Gun too because <laughs> it was so good. Deserved a sequel. Right, it's a, right. Welcome to Pansu Paradise. Right here in the back. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> And don't you, uh, don't they call it euphoria? Don't you have to shoot them and give them euphoria? No, it, it's orgasms. <laughs> it's an orgasm. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, when that game first came, when the first one came out, we had a segment on the show to where we ended up reading the back of the box on that one for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> or maybe we were doing some sort of news segment and it was like, oh, listen to this game. Anyways. All right. You pervert. <laughs> <laughs> thus proving my point animes for pervs okay well no uh, certain well, 
like like life, certain sections of life are for pervs. Certain sections of anime are also for pervs, but your blanket statement, it's it, it's it's hurtful. The shoe fits. <laughs> I still haven't come across one yet. I mean, so I was challenged on the Patreon by Sermaticon over here to watch Attack on Titan to change my mind on it. I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. You have these giant naked giants. They're tearing through a city wall, biting and eating and tearing people all to pieces. Okay. This is this sounds like this cool, except for the fact that it's 40 foot tall naked giants coming through the wall. They're as naked as mannequins. <laughs> naked is naked. Naked <laughs> is free. Haven't you watched uh, Rugrats? I have a question. Are you the type of man who like used to, wouldn't allow his children to watch National Ge- Geographic because they were talking about the tribes of women and they had no shirts on? I'm the type of man that when me and my wife procreate, we use the little slot on the boxers. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, no, 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 no. At the sheet uh, with the hole in it and everything. <laughs> Breastfeed boobies are on. On the, that's okay. That's oh, different. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no, um, no. I just uh, I think anime's for pervs, and I haven't been proven wrong yet. So, with that being said, Will, why don't you go next? Hey, just I want to say something about anime's for pervs. You know what? Yeah. Just like the Playboy articles, anime has way better voice acting than most other type of movies out there. So you're saying it's well-written? Yes, it is well-written, actually. <laughs> A lot of anime is well-written, right, Matt? Yeah, no. I'll, I'll, take a, uh, I'll take a good anime movie over Man of Steel or, exactly. or Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> There's room for both in our lives. So let's just stop it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'm trying to think how to uh, say this, just in case my girlfriend listens, because my girlfriend likes to bust my balls. Um, mm-hmm. And she's the main reason I don't play these games with anybody around. <laughs> let, me, let me, I like to play PUBG a lot. It's a, um, uh, what's the word? A battle royale game. Yep. And if I choose a female character, <laughs> She goes, what the hell's that all about? Why you want to look at the girl's butts all the time? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it, she's not psycho. Well, maybe a little bit, you know, not more, any more than women are in general, but no, Very normal. The, but, but women, I Blink, love women. If you're being held hostage against <laughs> your will right now. <laughs> uh, this game is, uh, Onishambara, uh, Z2 Chaos. And, um, they don't come more scantily clad in video games than they do in this. Now, that's of course, the shell shaded one. This no, uh, that was that was the one before that. Okay, this is um, it's a it's cow, a cowboy samurai girls wearing bikinis. Uh, Bikini samurai girl squad, I think, is what the Xbox version was called. And it's yep. just um, yeah, I got the I have I have the American version downstairs, uh, but that one's sealed, so I bought the Japanese version so I could play it because you know you don't need. You don't need to know Japanese to enjoy <laughs> this game, but uh, yeah, it's just a slasher. It's a shooter. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want my kids walking in on me playing this game. I wouldn't want my girlfriend. I know, you know. I especially wouldn't want my mother. I, I just don't. I, I just couldn't handle the questions. It's just too embarrassing. Yep. But uh, one of the first times I ever played 
Let me back it up. I played the one on Xbox first. I think it was actually called Bikini Zombie Slayer. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oni Tambara was called Bikini Zombie Slayer on the Xbox. And I played that game. And it is, hands down, an amazing hack and slash game. Like, it's it's awesome. I played Z2 Chaos on PS4. And that was when, like, my kids were, like, much younger. But, like, you can change their outfits and you can put them in more modest, like, more, like, Western dresses. Yeah. There's that. Uh, I, I have the I have the box there, the collector's edition, and there's a download code. And uh, basically, it's just uh, it's just a banana peel covering up her downstairs naughty bits and two uh, strawberries covering the upstairs naughty bits. And it's like I said, it's as close as you can get to full nudity in a video game. Uh, but uh, that's not why I play it. It's as Daryl said, it's an excellent hack and slash video game. That's one of those weird exceptions uh, where I'm like, that's a dang good game. It's a shame yeah. they had to go and perv it up, anime fans. You, you see, if 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 you put that roadblock up for yourself, you're going to miss out on a lot of cool stuff, you know. And uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I would like to. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest some games. Hopefully, you'll play them or just we'll watch a walkthrough. Because uh, I, I've a lot of these games, these types of games, these uh, anime uh, uh, boob shooters, whatever you want to call them, they're. Uh, they don't, yeah, I believe boob em up is the term used for Calcum. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Someone else did for me, but, uh, uh, I forget, I forget the point I was trying to make, but, uh, yeah, there's some good games out there and, uh, you know, but I've seen like God of War. I've seen boobies in that. Uh, there's a lot of other games, Western games I've seen boobies in, but, uh, you know, they don't go that far. They just, uh, they just tease it in these uh well, you just, style games. Remember in God of War, you gotta make love like how many times or do it a certain way, and then she finally uh climaxes and you can finally leave the boat. I think you gotta like knock something off of the night table. Yes. Yeah. Wait, is that a, a thing? Is your yeah, kids allowed to play God of War, Daryl? That's a trophy, by the way. <laughs> you get a trophy for that. Yeah. And I'm sorry I didn't hear you. Your your kids aren't allowed to play that game. God no. No, <laughs> that would be a terrible idea. No, my kids haven't played any of the God of War. They've played, uh, we played God of War 2018, that year came out. We played that one together for a little while, but that one doesn't have any of the uh, love-making mini-games. So, all right, TDD, you're up. Okay, uh, I'm, I will start out with a, a very light one first, uh, the lightest one I can think of. and. I didn't get it because of the commercial. I got it because I thought of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And that would be good old-fashioned Lollipop Chainsaw. That's a good game. That is now, a really good game. That is an awesome game. And because I knew it was from what Grasshopper Games, I knew it was going to be awesome. But, I, but a lot of people thought it was going to be a knockoff of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm like, okay, hot girl in a cheerleader outfit. No guy can say no to that. Hot girl in a cheerleader outfit that has a chainsaw. Yes, please. Hot girl <laughs> in a cheerleader outfit with a chainsaw that has her boyfriend's head and a lollipop. Yes, all the way. <laughs> um, that was one of the coolest things. And the one thing I like about the game more or less uh, is, is the outfit changes are really cool. 
they're expensive. I don't like that. I, I don't like the fact that Japan got better outfits than we did, and they never got any, we never got those outfits over here in America, which is unfair. And then there was only a pre-order outfit you can get for the Xbox that you couldn't get anywhere else. And if you didn't pre-order it and you didn't live in Japan, you didn't get that outfit. So that was pretty lame. Uh, so the, the fighting mechanics for this game, this is the first game that they actually had really good controls for. Because Shadow of the Dam was a good game that had shit controls. But this game right here, if you've never played it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, aliens, people of the world or Earth or aliens all around the universe, play Lollipop Chainsaw. This is a one of the best complete funny games that has a little bit of everything. And literally, you would think of the old Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, TV show, except in a really fun way. Yeah, I'm rewatching that right now. Also. Uh, fun little fact: I believe they're remaking the game. They are allegedly. It got. It uh, just got delayed again. It's called. But it also uh, got an official name. It's called. Uh, what, what's it called? Repop. This is hmm. what they're called. Lollipop train saw repop. That's kind of supposed to come out next year. We'll see what happens. Allegedly. allegedly. No, no, it's it's coming out. They're they're doing it. They're they're committed to it. It's funny. Uh, I can get a. That's my one of my girlfriend's favorite games. So. I can get away with playing that if she walks in. So it's a, go. it's a good time, as long as I'm not trying to get the up the skirt trophy. We're good to go. That exists. I yes, got that is. trophy. Thing. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you did. Creep. <laughs> <laughs> I have that trophy. I guess. I guess I'm a huge creep. Uh, I think I got. I think it was the first trophy I got. I'm like, well, what is she wearing? <laughs> Look. I want to know what she's wearing for protection, okay? This young girl is, is out there fighting zombies. She probably needs to have a chastity belt on. We don't mm -hmm. know what type of succubus demon she's dealing with. So <laughs> I was looking just <laughs> for that particular reason. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> Got to be safe, man. You never know what's happening in the zombie Plus, public. I'm kind of OCD, so everything needs to be color-coordinated. And if they were the wrong color, I probably couldn't have played the game. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I'll allow it. All right, Matt, you're up. All right, you pervs. I'm taking us in a little bit of a different direction. <laughs> yeah, actually, I can't, wait, I can't wait to hear what comes out of your mouth. It's kind of theme I'm noticing you all talking about. So, and this actually happened to me already once. I'm saying, you know, like simulator games, like Power Washing Simulator or Farming Simulator. Strictly because I've trashed them so much. But last week, took my wife and my niece to the mall. And they wanted to go into one of the stores that I had no desire. And I didn't feel like walking around. So I load up my phone and I pull out Game Pass. And I'm like, what game could I play that is that I don't need a controller for? That isn't going to stress out and have to be twitchy? Power Wash Simulator. So I loaded it up. Press the power wash button. Bing. Load it up. And it was it was cool for what it was. But then, you know, my wife sees me playing. And after all the trashing I gave it, it was, oh, oh okay. So you could play it and you, you can't make fun of me for playing it. Mm. So, you know, I'm I'm at that point where it's like, ah, okay, that that stings a little. I shouldn't have said the things I said. So, yeah, that that to me was embarrassing. There you go. See, I'm glad that you thought outside the box. Because that's wash. exactly where my head went. 
Power Wash Simulator is a good time. It's just it's just relaxing. It's like, uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I it's not it. bad. It's not bad. Uh, Will, you weren't here the night that I sent everyone the video, but my kids all went and spent the night with their cousin, you know, their grandparents, and my their cousin lives there. And uh, so they were all in Game Pass, and Power Wash Simulator was on there. So they played it. And my eight-year-old thought that he would be really funny and say that he was going to hit the Power Wash button and pointed at his penis and then said, Power Wash Engage, and does a whole little thing as if his penis was power washing everything. Well, my <laughs> son had his camera out, was videotaping it. My youngest didn't know it. So then he sent it to me and me and my wife were in stitches. We were laughing so hard. So now the ongoing joke in the house, anytime the word power wash or pressure wash is mentioned, Paxton goes, you mean like, <laughs> <laughs> and I sent that video to uh, a handful of the guys here on the panel tonight. And uh, it was a lot of, it was a good time. So in the same spirit of things, guys, a long time ago, myself and Dr. Deuce, Many of you guys know Dr. Deuce, uh, Jared, friend of the show. We had this idea. We were both getting, you know, in the 60s on our platinums. And we're like, for our 69th platinum, we should play a pervy Japanese game. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we came with this agreement, okay, that for platinum number 69, we we're going to do play a game that was one of the pervy anime games. And I said, okay, cool. So we were going back and forth. Like, what are we going to play? What are we going to platinum? What are we going to blah, blah, blah. And it was a race to see who could A, get there first and B, platinum a pervy game. So we are racing our way to 69. And I got there first and platinumed um, Monster High, new ghoul in school. And he was... Obviously, very upset with me because he had subjected himself to a Senra Kagura game or something of the sorts. And he was playing every day on his Vita on public transit back and forth to work. I remember he was that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I got all these people staring at me watching me play this pervy game because you challenged me to this stupid contest. And then you didn't even abide by the rules. And I, and I would send him like little gifts of one of the characters, Draculaura. I'm like, brah. Have you seen Dracula? <laughs> <laughs> Just being, obviously being funny, but that is <laughs> see, there he is. I got it on that, deck. That is a game right there that, like, as a thirty-eight-year-old man, I don't want my wife walking in the door of me playing Monster High, New Ghoul in school. I don't need to be seen going around as some little Monster High doll <laughs> trying to get collectibles in the Monster High school. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's there's a lot of genres there, a lot of a lot of boundaries. You, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's like a that's next that's a level of creep. I can't yep. even, I can't even yep. imagine. But, uh, <laughs> I got that platinum by the way. <laughs> I mean, with my daughter, of course. You know, we sat down together. Oh no, 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 okay, I got a, got a daughter. I would never play that by myself, <laughs> but it was a really fun time. The actual contest was, and then of course the turn of events. I don't think yeah, I don't think old Doctor Deuce ever forgave me for that. <laughs> All right, Clyde, you're back up. I was challenged to play a game by a good friend of the show, the Australian himself, 
I don't think I'd ever want my parents walking in on me to see me playing <laughs> chair fucking simulator. That's a game? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Oh, that was like one of the first games you got pledged to play. Holy crap, I forgot about that. Well, no, no, this is this is a, no, this was I was never pledged to play it. This was before the pledge? This was before the pledge. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we used to have a, a co-host. He was a good friend of the show uh, for a long, long time. And the same same invite went to him. If you're available to come kick it with us, come kick it with us. And so he did it for about a year. But he got on here and he knew that Kalai has a taste for the finer things in life. And he said, I want you to play <laughs> chair simulator. Chair fucking simulator. Fucking simulator. Chair banging simulator. Chair, chair grinding simulator. I really wanted to platinum that game too. Gosh, that's hilarious. And then wasn't there like a uh, Hitler chair or something like that in there or something weird or what was the weird chair that you saw at the end? Oh God, I can't even remember. I can't even remember now. It's been so long and I'm terrible at remembering stuff. Yeah. It's got it was to, wild. It's got 95% positive reviews. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so that's definitely, a, that is 1000% the type of game I'm talking about. Where but, you <laughs> but I have to tell you, if you play this game on Steam, I kid you not. You have to like rapidly click the mouse. And as a cis woman, I really now know how men feel. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, it's, it's only two dollars. Look at <laughs> it's only two dollars. Hold on, is that Steam Deck verified? <laughs> <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> uh, all right, Will. Um, I also thought outside the box. Uh, this game is uh, Agatha Christie, <laughs> the ABC Murders. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Never played uh, that one. I, neither have I, but uh, I would be embarrassed if someone saw me playing it. <laughs> 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 you know, it's like, it's, 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 I don't know. It's, I, I just... I, I got this game. You, you, you buy a game because it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. This, here we go. 99 cent eBay's on eBay. Uh, the, the shipping costs more than I paid for the game. And uh, I don't know. I, I just wanted the case. I don't know. Then something odd. But now the collector and me, I have to go out and collect the other. There's two more. There's one coming out and there's a Hercule Poirot. I don't even know how to say it. Hercule Poirot. I got the Christie game. But it, it, it's, a, it's a point and click game, I'm guessing. Or uh, um, like an old and uh, I, I I don't know I, I just feel like if someone walked in watching me watch Matlock it just ages me too much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Agatha Christie, the ABC Murders. Uh, Do you want to hear something funny, Will? What's That's up? a second Matlock reference this week. <clears throat> um, so the other day I had a bunch of family over the house and we were talking about the new Twisted Metal show, and I'm like. I just did, uh, by the way, for patrons, I just did a deep dive on the first five episodes. So a little spoiler here. I'm very bipolar about how I feel about the show because there's points where I'm like, man, this is really, really good. But there's also points where I'm like, it is grading my nerves how much profanity they use. And it's not good. Like, it's like it's different when it's like, you know, oh, my gosh, like snakes on a plane. I'm tired of all these mother effing snakes on this mother effing plane. That was well used. Okay. 
with these guys just like they roll f words into f words and f words and they're like eat my butthole with the f word and it's just like like it's just bad dialogue what show is this the new twisted metal okay it's extremely vulgar for no good reason in my opinion that being said there's some really good like scenes in it and anytime sweet tooth is on screen it's really great like I thought, I, I thought he was awesome. I think that Samoa Joe playing Sweet Tooth is like that is magic. Like that is really good. Now Will Arnett does the voice, and they do a really deep, grisly version. So I think it's a really perfect for Sweet Tooth. I really enjoyed it. Is Samoa Joe a, a wrestler? Yes, yes. Mm. Um, that being said, though, I was talking with my with some, with my, I had my whole my family we were all around the table, or whatever. And I was like, man, that that shows could be, it's like really good for a minute. Then I'm like really frustrated, and I go back and forth. I did this whole production on everything, and then my brother in law he was like, yeah, well, you know, you can always cancel Peacock and go subscribe to whatever uh, streaming service has Matlock and <laughs> Murder She Wrote. He's like, you want some good wholesome content, you old man. <laughs> and uh, it was really funny because I hadn't heard anybody mention Matlock in so long. And I remember as a kid that coming on at night, staying up watching TV and being like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But I bet pretty good. Matlock. That grandpa, <laughs> grandpa always used to say. <laughs> we used to wear an onion on the belt. That was the style back in the day. <laughs> Old man yelling at clouds. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, I'll be right back. All right, uh, he's got a pee break. So, all right, uh, that means T Diddy's up. All right, so I am staying with the same theme and uh, staying within the same uh, actual system. So, uh, there is this wrestling game that I love because I love anything wrestling. And what's better than uh, one beautiful, hot Japanese brunette and the typical American blonde? who's wearing a cowgirl outfit. Rumble and that Rose, is uh, Rumble Rose. Yep. And every time I think of the song, because the opening theme song is Yankee Rose, uh, I think of David Lee, David Lee Roth and um, um, the uh, one guitarist uh, from White Snake, um, Steven Vibe. Um, and then, of course, he went on to do his own stuff and just be one of the best, well, I'd say one of the top five guitarists of all times, just on his own work. And uh, I just think of that every time, even though it's not performed by him, I still think of him. And Rumble Roses, uh, I think they were supposed to do another one because it's from Konami, but they never did. And the game was so damn fun. It had DLC, and it was one of the hardest thousand points I've ever gotten when it comes to achievements. That Dang. I guarantee to you, there's not very many people that have the full thousand for this game. This game is a... One that uh, just a hard ass thousand, but I love all the different outfits. Um, you know, um, my wife came in, watched me play. It's like, like, what type of bullshit are you playing? I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> you don't worry about me. I'm getting achievements over here. And she's, and she's like, um, she's like, what do you see in this? I said, I said, look, I made, I made your character. She's like, I don't look like that. I know, I improved it. that's terrible needless to say i i didn't get no loving for like a week or two but but self-inflicted wound uh, i do that constantly sir you 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 will find that um 
I go around not getting any loving uh, a lot of times because I I am constantly shooting myself in the foot or shooting myself in the dick. But <laughs> but but luckily I have two sisters, Rosie and Palmer. Oh my gosh, they do good jobs. <laughs> yeah, not doing any benefits for that southern uh, stereotype there, Thomas. Um, the fact- anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave that one too. <laughs> oh, and, and and just to to clarify, Rumble Roses had a really it, the controls were kind of wonky at first, but it had like some of the most sexual submission holds I've ever seen in my life. I would love for some of these sexual submission holds to be put on me. These were some awesome uh, submission holds. Thomas, what's your wife's name? So, oh, you know what? No, I'm just going to go to your profile. <laughs> Bethany? Make, make some uh, suggestions. <laughs> You're Bethany. You're Bethany. Uh, oh, she, she's already mad at me today because uh, I, I said some stupid shit to her. And she's like, you know, I'm trying to work. She's at her desk and she's trying to do her, do her work. And she's like, you know, you need to leave me alone. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to decompress. It's been a tough week for me. And I'm like, look, it's been a tough week for me too. Like, like, um, I, I actually took one of her pain medications today. Cause I was just so damn in, in, in pain from my back and shit. And she, and she was like, well, I hope you'll leave me alone. I'm like, I don't really mess with you that much. I was like, look, if, if, if you want us to adopt that 18 year old Korean girl, I've had my own for a while. I'm more than willing to. Oh, what? <laughs> Welcome back, Will. Yeah, just well, just story time with T Diddy. Yeah. Well, at least he's of age. I'll give him that much. <laughs> Lord help us. I don't even know what. <laughs> so well, I think the consenting age in South Carolina is seventeen. This is Strange why fact I, I, I don't know. this is why Winger is like considered South Carolina's greatest band, you know, because the song "She's Only 17. This has been your <laughs> unnecessary yeah. law fact with yeah. uh, and, Luke Bros. In our house, the consenting age is like thirty-five, and <laughs> anything before that will be met with extreme prejudice. So. So you're telling me that your son's going to have to have a 35-year-old woman in his house? <laughs> I mean, if you take it for what it's worth, uh, you know, only, yeah. Yeah, 35. <laughs> 35. Not As Jeff yet. once said, 17. You mean 17 when you're ready. Nope, 17. Yeah. You mean 17 yeah, and then love. Nope, 17. <laughs> So bad. All right. Speaking of chef, you're up. Um, so kind of back in line with other games that I trash, you know, dating Sims Ooh, and you know, it, it, not that I would, but definitely if I had a hankering to play one, if one caught my fancy, I definitely would not want to be caught dead playing something like that. Cause it's always going to be from my wife. It'll be, Oh, I thought that was trash or for my friends. What the hell are you playing? <laughs> Do you play put, the Yakuza games? Yes. Okay. Cause they have the dating Sims in the Yakuza games. And I take every girl out on the date and give them the best champagne. I give them the best food. 
Yeah, uh, but I, Yakuza I, games, I can get back to be like, oh, I just got to play through this part so I can get back to the uh, Kung yeah, Fu. The yeah, to the punching <laughs> and the kicking and stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, it's so funny. My son and I, uh, he had his uh, his doctor's appointment today, and they had to fit him for a new brace and everything and uh, all this stuff. So I let him stay out of school all day. We had an excuse for the day. I said, you know what? Daddy, son, date. Let's go. So um, I had to go home after the doctor's, you know, after the, the doctor's appointment stuff. And we had to let the dogs out and pack up my eBay shipments. Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 See, this is why if we were doing video, that would have been a perfect little breakout clip. Just a very natural nonsense uh, clip right there. But uh, so I was packing up my um, eBay stuff and I had it on whatnot. And holy cow i found like the best sudden death whatnot auction ever today and it was so much japanese psp stuff for like two and three dollars it was mind-blowing free shipping too like i was like i can't you're giving me these games and it was five seconds sudden death so like whatever the bid was up to in five seconds that's just what it was so I told my son as i was packing everything i said all right when it gets to one second you snipe that bid you take it and I said, if it's PSP or Vita, it's ours. And he was killing the game, dude. Like, just boom, one after another, one after another. And then there's like, wait a second, what about this one? And it's like some dating sim. I was like, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you get all the PSP games, but that one. Uh, but yeah, we, we skipped on a couple of different dating sims, actually. So. They got that whole uh, uh, Japanese idol scene over there in Japan. And mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it. Um, I, I kind of want to, but I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, not for me. Not for me. Now, uh, next up on my list, you know, someone had made a South Park joke earlier, and that is a game right there. South Park Stick <laughs> of Truth. Like, I played through that. I was pledged to play Stick of Truth this year, and I played through it. And so many things in that game, I was like, if someone walked in on me, I'd have to explain this. I would, I couldn't do it. And I mean, there's literally, there's like the whole gnome section. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Now, honey, I know this looks like a piece of poo with a Christmas hat, but it's actually a magical <laughs> piece of poo with a Christmas hat on. I, I just couldn't believe like the stuff in that game. It was friggin' wild. So, and South Park Stick of Truth is. Definitely a, a game that I was like oddly enjoying, but also like completely self-aware enough to know that if someone walked in on me playing that game, I would be super embarrassed. And then I would have to try to justify the why. Now, granted, the why was I was pledged to play. I got to play. Pledge is pledge. You got to play. But I mean, there's nothing in, in that game that like at no point would I want anyone to walk in and go, hmm, what are you doing there, Daryl? Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you can get away with that stuff on TV, much less in, in a video game. What's surprising is the rules, you know. So if you think about the you know, owning Chambara, okay, like it's scantily clad and it is eluding to nudity, but there's no actual nudity. You think about God of War. Not only is there nudity, but there's quick time. You know, what I'm saying love making scenes. Then you go over to South Park Stick of Truth, and it's basically the Wild West. Like there's n- there's nothing off limits. 
Like there's everything in that game. And I'm just like, it's interesting to me. Like, are these, these design choices? Like, is this a creative choice? You chose to be reserved, go all the way to the line and not cross it. Because over here, they got the same rating as you and they crossed the line and they came back and they crossed it again. It's very interesting. Can I just, can I just interrupt you for this very important, uh, game pass update? Speaking of things I wouldn't want to be caught playing. <laughs> uh, so I'm currently uh, just kind of looking on Game Pass here to see. I was looking for a game to play. The Bookwalker Thief of Tales is on Game Pass. Hmm. There, you don't even have to buy it. <laughs> there goes Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Beta testing. Let's go. So, yeah, check it out, Kali, and see what you think. I'd be interested to, because this would tell whether or not I actually understand my co-host taste or not. This seemed like a Kali-style game. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. It's not super, from what I can tell, from what I've played, it's not super, like, hardcore turn-based RPG, you know? It's like it's like RPG light. Seemed pretty good. Bookwalker. Yep, the Bookwalker. That's right. All right, Kalai, you're up. I had to look up a game. I actually had to look this game up because it was so long ago I played it. Uh, It was actually, I played it on the Vita. I'm sure it's on other systems. I actually got this game to do a review on it, which makes Hmm. it even funnier. But Punchline. It Hmm. is a, have you played this, Will? Punchline sounds familiar. It is actually it's actually a really good game. It's a um I want to say almost visual novel that he, he basically is dead and he, he's trying to do so I can't even remember the, the complete plot of the game. All I can remember is is that in pure anime style whenever he looked at women's underwear he he, he would like die again his nose would bleed profusely and he would die in anime style game and like throughout the entire game you'd be doing something and all of a sudden one of the female roommates would bend over you'd see her underwear and he would just die (laughs) (laughs) it's actually pretty good and there's an achievement for like seeing all different types of underwear (laughs) is that the same game that has like the girls who turn into robots no okay no I love robots. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> there's some uh, anime game. I believe there's a Vita version of it, but basically the girls in there turn into robots. And I think the scene in the trailer is like a tailpipe coming out of their butthole or something like that. What's the game called? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Punchline, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> I was like, ooh, yucky. I'm out. <laughs> All right, Will. You're oh, up. All right, I'm up to bat now. Uh, this, this is low hanging fruit, uh, but I, I'm gonna grab it because you know, I'm lazy. Uh, hentai versus evil. Now, <laughs> <laughs> despite the title, there's no hentai in this at all. Uh, it's just uh, anime style girls, but they're just poorly done. I don't. I wouldn't want to be caught playing dead. Ca- caught dead playing this game because it is stupid as dog balls and. Uh, it's just it's just a terrible game i i i got it i got it sealed and then my girlfriend in her infinite uh, curiosity went and bought it uh digitally i is it's probably uh uh 
My second platinum ever on PSN. I, say, I heard it was the easy one. It's super easy, and uh, you can you can get it done within uh, like fifteen uh, less than less than an hour. You could you could you could platinum this thing, and uh, it's just a bad game. And uh, the title is clickbait. The uh, the publisher Funbox Media they they just they they pump out trash. Um, and I, I don't know. I I got it for the meme, but uh, no, uh, I, I it's it's embarrassing that to play this game but uh i did and uh you know for science purely scientific reasons i promise <laughs> that's for, for science but yeah you know they got got the cat-eared girl the standard the bunny-eared girl you know that's a that's a, that's a good trope but uh yeah hentai versus evil unless you're looking for an easy platinum skip it uh it's just it's just not a good game and it's embarrassing <laughs> Again. Prime example. Wouldn't want to be caught. I was just, what are you playing? I mean, they're just saying that you're playing it. Yeah. Hentai versus evil. evil. <laughs> like, I don't even want to say that. I've played that. So, all right. T Diddy, you're up. All right. So, much like the rated R superstar who's having his last match against Samus this Friday night, hey, SmackDown. Wrestling, baby. Um, I. I'm going to go a little rated R and talk about DOA volleyball. Now, okay. I actually have the modded version where all the girls just happen to be not dressed at all. And, uh, yes, they're not dressed at all. And, uh, my wife did come, uh, come in on me playing it. And she's like, what, what the, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm playing volleyball. And, and she's like, they're not wearing any clothes. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, why do they have, because, uh, you know, some some, some are clean, clean shaved, some are not shaved. Um, and she's like, who took the time to make sure that things were done downstairs that way? I said, developers that cared about the game. These women are not sex objects, and they shouldn't be treated as such. And I feel offended that you think that I'm only playing this game because these women are, are, are not dressed. I'm playing the game to pay homage to a, a sport created by women for women volleyball. <laughs> is, How is did that, that work out for is, you? Is that historically accurate? <laughs> like, oh, oh God, no. I, I, I make up shit all the time for her. Like, um, <laughs> like I, I say, I say stuff like, um, whenever I like, uh, I take something from her or like, or I fill her up. I said, I said in some countries, that's all they get is filled up. They don't get to have sex. I'm about to make up just random shit all the time. Which is like. (laughs) Oh, hey, look, my bank account just came up. I'll be right back. (laughs) But but, but that's one of my favorite long standing jokes from my wife is like, um, like if there's food or something, and I'm like, uh, I was slurping my my noodles because it's a noodle shop. And like, you know, in the Japanese culture or some cultures, you know, it's, it's. it's a compliment to slurp your noodles. And I was like, well, you know, in some countries, you know, that's all they do is slurp noodles. And it's, it's a compliment. She's like, you're just making that shit up. And so I actually did look it up and it was correct. But I just <laughs> tend to just say that in some countries, they only give head or, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I, I just had this long one joke. Spit the bullshit. Verify later. Who cares? <laughs> that that is know. correct, dude. That's dude. That's that, that. I'm the same way with my wife. I make up so much bull crap, and my wife is a brilliant woman. Like she is, she is beyond smart. And the best part is when I when I say something that almost sounds correct, 
but it's like off enough. And she's like, wait a second. I don't think that's right. And then she'll fact check me. But by then, it's like too late. You've already you wasted just, your brain cells. You just got to sell it. You got to you know, you, you believe it. You, that's you right. Be- right. Believe the lie. <laughs> just like wrestling. <laughs> you got to sell it. You know, speaking of wrestling, um, Rumble Roses. Mm-hmm. Would, would you guys be embarrassed to play? If someone walked in, were you guys playing that? So I just you, talked about that. Yeah, when you went to the bathroom, that's the one that Thomas brought out. <laughs> oh, man, I missed it. Yeah, that's a, it's He's a, talking about getting put in seductive submissions. Dude, those submission holds are some of the most sexiest submission holds. I hope someone's actually did a YouTube thing about that. And, like, the girls are saying, like, sexy words. And I'm like, dear penthouse form, I have found a new way to be excited. <laughs> it's not like being butthead from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> That's why I did it that way. Yeah, come to butthead. <laughs> Yeah, 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 me too, me too. Yeah, I actually funny. thought it was technically, technically a good game. But, you know, just, just I thought so too. Uh, and and the graphics are look for because uh, you can still get it on the um, Xbox. Uh, what is it? The back play, and it's only like fourteen dollars. And uh, graphics are still really good. I don't know if the Xbox did like some update version on it, but really, I mean. An amazing game. I, I have nothing but good things to say about it, but the controls are wonky. You have to get used to them. Once you get used to them and you understand how to play, in other words, hook up two controllers, practice against the computer, learn how to play first, because uh, if you don't, that computer's going to whip your ass. That's right. I get you. I get you, boy. All right, Matt, you're up. Well, our lovely Kalai had the pleasure of being pledged to play a game like this, uh, last year and i could tell you i would i watch others play it and i get embarrassed for them so i would <laughs> definitely not be caught dead trying to play this but anything like just dance or motion-based <laughs> controlled dancing yeah. games now like beat saber is very different than what like just just dance or something like that does you so keep telling yourself that my friend yeah well there's a difference between just moving my arms versus having to move my arms and legs and look like i'm having a good time so yeah no do not like if somebody walked in and saw me playing just dance i might just jump out the next window (laughs) and that was why frosty playing just dance on that stream was so incredibly funny for so many years he'd been ragged about playing just dance and I'm sure that's some stupid bit that I had set up that he had to make good on that I don't remember the origins of it. Maybe Dr. Deuce remembers, but uh, definitely, dude, that when he came into that it was stream, for the children, well, he did it for the kids. Yeah. When he did, he came in that stream wearing his wife's shirt for <laughs> the children. And then he started dancing. Not only did he dance, but the man danced his pants off. He did a really good job. It didn't actually look very stupid when he did it. It looks stupid if I did it. <laughs> Oh, I got moves that defy gravity. Dude, (laughs) my kids were uh, down in our basement not too long ago playing Just Dance on the PlayStation 4. And, like, to get the camera set up and the lighting set up, I had to do certain things to get in position because they want you to (laughs) do this number here or whatever. I was like, I feel stupid just setting this thing up. Get me out of here. So. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. I agree. It's all right. So, guys, I want to tell you a little story, okay? A long time ago, I discovered that trophy hunting was more fun than achievement hunting. Now, this is strictly subjective, okay? This is an opinion. But I 
was a very accomplished achievement hunter in my Xbox days. Okay. And I thought that trophies were beneath me because the score and the sound wasn't the same. Yeah, I could just play any game I want and that number ticks up. Tick, 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 tick. So what's your what's your score? On Xbox? Yeah, on Xbox. Uh I quit around a hundred and fifteen or a hundred and thirty thousand. Dude, I hadn't played my Xbox in almost like legitimately almost 10 years i'm still sitting at 185,000 there you go so you see i hadn't played i really haven't played since the xbox one generation i mean i've beat a few games over there but for the most part that's where xbox lost me but in the xbox 360 days i thought achievements were the greatest thing since sliced bread and then i got my first platinum and it was something about that that one trophy that just showed that you completed it all. I was like, man, this right here is what the Lord of the Rings was all about. The one ring. And so I, uh, I started trophy hunting. And immediately, the first thing I did was like, what are the easy trophy games? And then, so I found this little website with a forum. It's like, oh, here, do this, this, or this. These are games you can platinum in eight hours. Back when trophy hunting was fun, you know what I'm saying? And so I got my Gamefly subscription, and I had them send me a copy of Hannah Montana. And I was so embarrassed to play the game that I forced my daughter to hang out with me while I played it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, hey, don't you want to play Hannah Montana? She's like, dude, Hannah Montana, this sucks. (laughs) So I had her hang out with me and we beat the game together, you know, riding the horses, doing the mini games. But it was bedazzling the outfit that really made me stop and think about what are you doing with your life right now? Like you're, you're seriously dressing up Hannah Montana and then the trophy popped and I got the platinum. I was like, you know what? It was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you have a Hannah Montana PSP? Uh, no, I don't actually, I don't don't own either copy anymore. No, I'm talking about, it's about the climb. I'm talking about the PSP itself. The, uh, no, I don't, I don't have the PSP either. I hear that one's pretty rare actually. Is, is, is Hannah Montana just a like a bunch? Is it a bunch of mini games, or is it kind of? Yeah, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a very akin to like your Barbie games of the same you know, era. Um, <laughs> I never played a Barbie <laughs> game either. So there is a story, and you are Hannah Montana doing her thing. Billy Ray Cyrus is in the game, and uh, yeah, but for the most part, it's like there's horse riding mini games. There's dancing, you know, rhythm games or whatever, and you got to play dress up stuff like that really important stuff basically a souls game i would say <laughs> game break it or a groundbreaking gameplay that's right all right you guys got it in you to do one more round let me see i uh, don't really yo. have anything all right it, so it, it's just more, is, it's just more of the anime stuff for me so all right all right <laughs> <laughs> all right well then class says she doesn't have anything else will you got one more all right now this game i i, I just talked about i was playing it earlier uh today this is rabby ribby uh this is the the pax uh pax edition um anyway i um i got i picked up this game because uh I, somebody said it was weird and perfect <laughs> <laughs> but you uh you, you you're you're a rabbit and you wake up and all of a sudden you're a rabbit girl so and so the rabbit's a little confused and it's uh sort of like um what's that uh 
uh, Castlevania, Metroid, Metroidvania type game. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the the uh, the motivations of the, you, you hook up with a fairy, but the motivations of the bad guys are, are rather weird. It's like these people who really dig rabbits and they want to do naughty things to you because you're a rabbit girl, and they just got just got a hard on for rabbits and those are politicians got it (laughs) (laughs) and those that's the bad people and uh they're after you and uh yeah i i put about uh i put probably about an hour into this game and i started falling asleep and i was like i gotta i gotta gotta stay up for this podcast so i'll put this thing away (laughs) uh but uh yeah dodge bullets missiles lasers and battle as you wrap your head around uh, that bunny girl costume yeah so uh weirdo uh I waited until my girlfriend left to work before I checked it out. I've had it, I've had it for about a week, <laughs> but it, that's, that's what it is. You just don't, you just don't want somebody walking in and my daughter, I had a pause that she walked in. It's, it's, it's the cut scenes that are a little, uh, the cut scenes that make this thing. And then it's just w- the motivations of the, uh, the weirdos, uh, in the game. But yeah, there you go. Rabby Ribby, uh, limited run games. Uh, I can't recommend it yet, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm, <laughs> I did get a trophy on it, so there's. There you go. Hey, hey, you know what? So it's a one tick towards the positive. So, all right, T Diddy. Okay, um, this is a very. I guess it's not as naughty as as bad as the previous one, but um, I've always loved because my love for wrestling and always comes back to wrestling. The bra and panty match from Raw versus SmackDown 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love Trish Stratus, and um, who wouldn't want to see her in bra and panties? She's one of the most beautiful women, and I cannot stand fucking Canada. I I, I <laughs> fucking hate their sorry cocksuckers. Thomas, um, this isn't another punishment episode. <laughs> well, should be, but anyway. Their women are unbelievably good looking. That's the only bad thing about it. So, <laughs> damn good looking Canadian women. Um, other than that, I, I think the game's amazing. I love Raw versus SmackDown 2006. I think it was also in Day of Reckoning one or two. Well, yeah, I think uh, so too. Yeah, but they were called nightgown matches or something like that. Something like that, and they need to bring that back. Even though they'd probably be canceled now for doing that. Uh, <laughs> what the thing is they don't really have any lookers man i mean what you're gonna have oscar do a bra and panties man oscar just break your damn arm and feed it to you yeah um you know they could do they could do a modern day version of that but it would have to be the gentleman in the bra and panties matches because kind of <laughs> like uh jay briscoe and uh, pat patterson <laughs> or, or like uh biggie or um what, what, what's, what's that one guy's name he used to do the cobra it's like you john S- santino yeah santino <laughs> Yeah, that that'd be fun. So when, bra- when he won the women's world championship. Yep. Bra and panty matches are a real thing within wrestling. They used to be. Yeah. Yes. Mm. The idea was that if you got beaten down so badly and that you were stripped of your clothing and demoralized in front of all those people, that you would lose the match and probably your belt. So what they did was it was supposed to be a thing to showcase, you know, all their women on TV to get those ratings up. And where do we end up with the fat men wearing women's lingerie under their clothing and and being challenged to bra and panty matches? So look, John Cena. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that the uh, the uh, the allure of bra and panty match is much. It's much like 
watching a NASCAR race. You're just hoping to see someone wreck. Uh, you're hoping to see uh, an accident happen in the, uh, a wardrobe uh, malfunction. Miss, Miss Jacqueline had that accident happen a couple of times. If mm-hmm. people are familiar in the pay-per-views where Jacqueline had uh, some things removed. Yep. So um, did Kitty. Or Kitty Lee, whatever her name was, that little wannabe. Yeah, she shit. was married to um and, Jerry and King Lawler, and apparently he was either abused, allegedly either abusing her, or basically he just kept getting drunk. And I'm like, well, what do you expect? He's like 50, and you're like 20. Yeah, May Young had a slip too. <laughs> no, that wasn't a slip. <laughs> Do not ever bring that back up, man. I don't want to envision that ever again. That was the most horrible. You know thing what's crazy is we used to get together with our youth groups to watch wrestling pay per views oh, until no. that happened. <laughs> we're gonna stop doing this. I agree. <laughs> yeah, sounds like we're not. We're not doing this anymore. Well, this is getting out of hand. Yeah, seventy year old women's fun bags flopping around in a wrestling pay review. Don't we pay talk money about that, man. You're going to make it like reappear back in my mind. That's gross. He was a senior uh, citizen? Dude, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Maybe, maybe, Google it. Google maybe maybe it. There's, there's something to this wrestling stuff after all. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's one for you, because I give all the anime nerds so much, you know, flack for all their perversions. Someone once posted a meme that said uh, wrestling is redneck anime. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? Pretty good. You're right. Because <laughs> all the tropes are the same. Oh, man. Like, you're right. So for all the boys, they're not little girly boys. They're manly men. <laughs> so, <laughs> but there's that. Wasn't Unless there, Pat Patterson. You know, wasn't there a wrestler called Gold Dust or Stardust? Yeah, yeah. The androgynous gold dust, the overly sexual Dustin Rhodes. Yep. But did 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 the character endure, or did they did become someone else after? He eventually, I mean, he he had that gold dust gimmick for God, dude, what twenty years, thirty years? Pretty they, much. I mean, he made a ton of money off of it, and this is a good old boy from Texas who hunts fish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was one of the biggest womanizers to ever exist. <laughs> so yeah, it was funny as he's playing it this. Worked. He plays this weird caricature of a character. Like it's so overly sexualized that it's like, is he gay? Is he straight? Is there something in between that we just don't understand? You know what I'm it was a whole big thing. And he feuded with a guy who was a porn star, but not a real porn star. He was a porn star as his character. Val Venus. Yep. And so he, <laughs> you think about the weird matches we saw with those two guys. And then one finisher was the Shattered Dreams, where the man puts you in the corner and spreads your legs and kicks you in the nuts. And the other guy's finisher Squaw was... in the nuts. The other guy's finisher was the money shot, where he jumps off the top <laughs> rope and splashes you. The money shot. Come on, dude. And That's Clyde the- doesn't like wrestling. She- <laughs> She's like, well, you got me. Uh Matt, did you uh, did you give your last one yet? No, not yet. And and this is gonna now I'm getting into your guys' territory. So <laughs> I love playing me some Grand Theft Auto, and I want to be able to do anything and everything in that game, and that includes going into the strip clubs and enjoying the sights and 
and maybe going on a rampage in a strip club every so often. As one does. And, and it's strange how the rampages tend to happen when somebody walks in the room. It's like, yeah, I'll get this strip club. Whereas before, everything was nice and peaceful. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's things like that that, you know, I love that they add these things into the games, but they make it super awkward because, you know, you're playing on. Uh, if you're playing on Steam or something, suddenly your achievement pops up, you know, gone to your first strip club. Yep. It's like, oh, all my friends just saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that and the they achievement did- in um in the Rick and Morty game in um High on Life. High on Life, yeah. Yeah. It it and, don't they and have didn't... that one where you do everything to the stripper? I mean, I mean everything to the hooker, and you get something for like making her fulfill all her duties or something. See, this like is that? this is where I get to say that I don't uh, achievement or trophy hunt, so I don't know the answer to that <laughs> one, Thomas. Uh, but it was funny because also on PlayStation or Xbox, it'll say Ender Phoenix is playing Grand Theft Auto in the strip club. Yep, in the strip <laughs> club. Like, yep. Okay. Never going in there again. We had a joke whenever uh, Grand Theft Auto Five came out that like we were gonna because ha- everyone at our at our business at the time was playing it. Like everybody did, even the the older guys that weren't into games. Like, but like they played GTA Three or something uh, back in the you know when it came out. They're like, yeah, we're gonna buy PlayStation Threes so we can play Grand Theft Auto Five. Like it was that big of a phenomenon. And so one of the supervisors went around and said, guys, we're having our company meeting at the strip club online in Grand Theft Auto. I'll see you there. I'm not even, I'm not even joking. It was just like, if you're not there, you're written up <laughs> for missing the meeting. Yeah. You can, you can imagine that game was the it was a sexual awakening for a lot of, a lot of preteen boys. You know, uh, yeah. I, I remember, I remember to Miss Laura Croft and Tomb Raider one. She, uh, those isometric, uh, <laughs> the triangles <laughs> those isometric uh chest enhancements were uh they were they were uh, they did it for me back in the day but <laughs> i can honestly say i did not play the game for her sexuality i actually played the game because the game was hard and it was a good game and i was poor and broke and i i loved it because of how good it was in the soundtrack it's just amazing hell i hell i got the game right here on my the original not the 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 one the green or the sold the million copies or whatever uh just for the soundtrack because I, I don't even own a playstation anymore heck yeah dude i actually just bought one of those ps1 um tomb raiders off whatnot the other night oh so so as, as one does all right so i'm going to give my last one and then i'm going to just shout out some runner-ups because i had so many games pop through my head whenever we start talking about this so uh the game that i wanted to talk about to end this this whole round and the one i alluded to earlier was dante's inferno how many of you guys played dante's inferno love that game never, the, never played the, it know what you're talking about it's a ripoff of god of war yeah. but it's also based off the uh divine comedy yep. from the seven it's the 1700s or is the uh, 1500s but it's a uh, really great it does a lot of things correctly and of course the anime for it is pretty good and thing is to me this is just me speaking. No one else's opinion on the loot bros. Just, just m- me. It gives you hope for redemption to, to maybe find God and understand the true meaning of God. Uh, for those who, you know, don't believe in anything, uh, it could basically bring somebody to God. So I, I, I recommend you play it. Dude, it is a 
phenomenal game. I played it, beat it on the Xbox 360, turned around, played it, and beat it on the PS3. And I'm playing the PSP version right now, and the PSP version reminded me of how much nudity is in the game. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, you see your dead wife naked constantly in these flashbacks. You see her naked spirit version, which her spirit version has lots of texture and color to her nipples. And you fight this giant demon creature that these little babies with blade for arms come out of her nipples in hell. And then when you finally make it to the end, you fight Satan, the first form of Satan. He has, he's a minotaur. And the whole time you fight him, there's this giant swinging dong, like just ridiculous physics all while you're fighting. It's like all over the place. And I remember playing the game for the first time going, this is the most ridiculous dong physics in the world. I can't, I can't believe that exists. Uh, But the game was phenomenal and I played it before I had kids and now I got kids. I'm like, well, I, I can't, I don't know that I want them to walk in and be like, dad, why are there babies with blade arms shooting out of demon nipples? And why is there a giant satanic dong minotaur coming at you? So this is another one of those games that I'm like, oh, I'm very careful. I'm like, I don't know that that's the, <laughs> don't need that one on the big screen these days. So, but I thought it was really funny as I'm playing through the game. I'm like, wow, this really, this really, you know, lends itself to the topic we're talking about. So, I, I haven't played that game since it came out, and I forgot about all the nudity in it. But, you know, it's, it's just people burning and dying in hell, right? Right. It's not, well, I would say it's not sexualized, but all the flashbacks are. So now it's all the versions. I have to have to give you all the credit in the world because this is from Vicious Games or. Yeah. Vicarious, uh, I, no, no, no. It was um, the people that made Dead Space. It was, that's uh, correct. The Dead Space people. And I was like, it all ties back into horror. Yep, <laughs> that's right. So I've got I've got multiple versions of this game, like because it had like premium edition, collector's edition things come out. It had PSP version. Oh, the PSP version's crazy good, and the cutscenes are so awesome on it. Um, two more, just to kind of round it out. Uh, honorable mentions. One of them I just picked up in a big uh, lot of games. I picked up a ton of horror games and a couple for the collection. One being BMXXX. Do you guys remember that game? Oh yeah. <laughs> PMX, the PS2 game? Because oh, it had the strip club parts where the girls get naked in the videos. Like, they, these are real videos, by the way, where the girls get naked. Yeah, it's like actual... I, I don't... I've never played the Xbox version. Um, I don't think I have either. Anyways, I remember when the game came out. I don't remember playing it much. I remember it not being a very good BMX game, actually. And I think that there's like cheat codes or something you got to put in for the nudity. Anyways. That is correct. Someone asked me if I had it on a whatnot auction. And so I was like, I don't have it, but I can get it. And then I did end up getting it. Um, So it's on my eBay store. It's right a now. great soundtrack, man. Cause it has the Neptunes. This is back when Pharrell was with the Neptunes back in the day and the, all the strip club, like the real strip club and the girls, you know, showing their, you know, the real stuff and whatnot um, is all from the nerds. When uh, Pharrell was in them, like the song, Ooh, baby, you want with me? Well, you can get this lab oh, dance here yeah, for free. You can yeah, get this lab dance here for free. Dang. Yeah, I, I remember that song. So, yeah, so that that one, I just got it in a lot. And I was like, oh, man, definitely can't put that game in. I don't even want my kids to see it in the in the <laughs> stack. I don't want to have to answer, what is that game? <laughs> and then uh, the other one was Heavy Rain. How many guys have, how many guys have played Heavy Rain? I've never played it. I loved it. 
What were you saying, Will? Never played it. No. Oh, dude. So it's an amazing game. Which one of my did you get? Uh, I got the worst ending. Oh, you suck, dude! I did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got the worst ending. The origami killer got away. All the people died. It was crazy. But there's two scenes in that game that I was like, I can't be seen playing this. One of them is the shower scene. So I'm an old school Resident Evil player. So for me, I check everything. I got to go everywhere. I got to click on everything. Like I, I check everything. And so I'm going around her uh, apartment and I go into the bathroom and then immediately it kicks into that scene where it's like, oh, shower time. I'm like, wait a second. I just woke up in the middle of the night. And so that's a, a scandalous scene. And then later in the game is a, is a scene you can't avoid where you're uh, investigating the origami killer and you're playing the reporter chick and you have to go into that club and you're talking with the club owner. And he kind of puts you in this position where you have to dance. Now, if you botch that scene, you don't lose your clothing. But even some of the even some of the botching leads to certain parts of clothing being lost. Eventually, I pissed the guy off and he threw a lamp or something in the room. But yeah, it's a it's like I'm I'm doing like a quick time strip tease for this friggin' fat club owner. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's another Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> just another day in the hood. So, yeah, so that's another one. I just don't know like if I'm in there holding because like the, the cool thing about uh, those Quantic Dream games is they really make you make use of all the buttons. So you're moving your thumbstick, you're holding X, you're squeezing L2, you're tapping R1. Like they really when they when they're doing the button prompts and the quick time stuff, it's not just one button. Hit it real fast, and you know hit your skill check. It's like Manipulate the controller to make movements and do things. So I, you're you're very carefully shaking, juking, and jiving, <laughs> moving and grooving. And the last thing I need is someone to walk in on me while I'm performing. <laughs> well, the thing is about that game, man. I hate that you know. For spoiler alert, the game's almost like what 15 years old now. But um, it's a great game. I hate that you know when your child you know gets taken. And, uh, you know, you, you lose your family and whatnot, uh, not on whatnot, but, uh, I'm sure you can get the <laughs> game on whatnot, but the game itself, man, to me, it's just like, I just don't like to see children, you know, anything bad happen right, to children right. in that regards. So that was a hard thing for me to overcome, uh, in the game itself. And, uh, you know, I did get the good ending. I did save my son. I did kill the origami killer. Um, which I was shocked to find out who it was. Same, dude. I couldn't believe it. So, but yeah, it all Will, made sense, you know. Yeah, Will, you need to move that to the top of your playlist. Surely you own a copy of Heavy Rain between yeah, the I, PS3 collection and the PS4 collection. Surely you have that. I, I got it sitting on the shelf. Uh, yeah. it's, right, it's right next to the LA Noir game, which I, yep. I, I that's one I haven't played yet. Doubt. That's why I played. <laughs> no, I, I promise it's there. <laughs> So yeah, definitely. I, I would recommend it. That's one of the games that really did switch me from being an Xbox player to a PlayStation player. Like that is such an amazing game, an amazing story. The DLC, the taxidermist was awesome. Like it's excellent. It's excellent. Like to me, that was just one of the best games on the PS3 generation. So it's not super long either. And it, it and it's kind of like watching a movie. So I would highly recommend it, especially if your girlfriend is into watching you play or whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> just into weird. washing. What? That's not weird. <laughs> I didn't mean it to come out like that. <laughs> Your girlfriend's into it. You're into it, huh? Uh, if you, <laughs> I didn't mean for it to come out that way, but hey, you know what? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, wait, 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 just one second. Sure. Um, I want like to do some breaking wrestling news. Let's Charlotte go. Flair is separated from Andrade El El, G- El Digolo Digolo Dildo whatever. Um, so this is her third failed marriage. They have stopped following each other on Instagram. They've stopped oh, wow. following each other on Facebook. And the picture of her wedding ring is no longer being showed on her Instagram at all. So clearly. There is some ill, um, you know, some special differences that are not being done here because he's probably messing with um, the uh, prettiest girl in AEW right now, which is uh, Sky Blue. Here's the thing. If I was Andrade and I was married to Charlotte Flair and she posted a picture of her working out with Nia Jax, I would divorce her too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all wrestling fans got a big kick out of that. <laughs> no clue what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> all right, I'm done. All right, guys, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you, T. Diddy. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Kali, for coming on Talking Shop. If you made it this far, why don't you leave us a little bit of feedback? Tell us what are some games that you've played that maybe weren't so appropriate that you felt a little embarrassed that you got caught playing. We would love to know. Surely there's more out there that we didn't mention. And I I stayed away from some of the low-hanging fruit, too, especially some of my pledge games that I got hit with early on in the, uh, in the Patreon's life. So if you have not, check out the Patreon. Guys, we got so much freaking content on there. I think there's like 120-something pieces of content on there. Uh, we have our game club coming up. Looks like it's going to be in September. Uh, how, has everybody playing Final Fantasy VIII? Are you guys up to speed on it? Have you made any progress on there? Goliath? I totally have not made progress. I did buy the game. I did start it. Um, I'm like right at the beginning of the game. It's it's definitely it's definitely uh, like I'm having a little difficulty with it. You got to cheat. You can't you can't just play it like normal. You have to literally cheat. Otherwise, you're going to be bored to death with the combat system. It's the worst combat system ever for an RPG, in my opinion. Really? I like Dang, the magic system, though. Yeah, I, I played for a little while. So I ended up dying at one of the first bosses or first, like the first version of Infrit or whatever you fight. I'm like, Ugh. shame on you. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> cheating, though. I was playing legit. I'll cheat from this point farther, though. I lie, I cheat, I steal. Yeah, hey, hey, you don't, you don't mess around. He's going to steal Rhea Ripley from Dude Man. He's going to be, I lie, I cheat, I steal your girl. All right, guys, this has been Loot Bros Podcast. Check out the Patreon. Go to the YouTube. Give us a follow on there. Check out Resident Daryl. Uh, new video dropping. I got a new video coming out tomorrow as the time of this recording. And again, we're making the changes to the Patreon tier. Instead of doing one uh, bonus episode a month, it's going to be two to four uh, easily two to four of them. Uh, and, and Will, be... can you tell us what your stuff is? Oh, uh, you, you can find me on Facebook. Please, PS2 ain't dead. PS3 ain't dead. PS4 ain't dead. PS5 ain't dead. Come, right. come check it out. It ain't, All it ain't dead. That's right. You'll find me in those groups too because every time I buy some of the stuff that applies to an ain't dead group, I go post it in there. Yeah, but you keep you keep you keep slipping that Nintendo stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this is like I've seen some people get some heat 
in the rooms for that. Everyone's been real good to me. Yeah. I may get any heat for it. <laughs> Every now and again, you know, I see somebody go, yeah, well, you posted Xbox in here, but I'll I'll slide a little Xbox in there every now and again. So, but yes, definitely go check out the Ain't Dead groups. If you're a PlayStation fan, there's even a Nintendo Ain't Dead group. Yeah, there's a Sega. We're ranching out. There's a Sega Ain't Dead group either. I I, I, I got a friend of uh, I got a friend of mine. He he collects all that stuff, and he's always showing it. We got a Ain't Dead chat. He's always showing it off in there. I'm like, dude, dude look here. Here's here's a group. Go go post it over there. So, and uh, they're running. He's running it. Hopefully, he can get it off the ground. But we'll see. So, is there an Xbox Ain't Dead group yet? Yeah, it's got about three people in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you so much for your support. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Just Peace. remember, animes for perks.